This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, September 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the value of cryptocurrency has plummeted so much that financial experts have dubbed it the crypto winter. But despite the chill, crypto scams continue to heat up, reaching Mm. record highs in the number of complaints. The Federal Trade Commission said cryptocurrency scams now far exceed any fraud. And the scammers are utilizing social media to prey on their victims, including a man named John who wanted his identity hidden due to embarrassment. Kathy, I've sewn my cryptocurrency into my mattress. You can't be sure. I don't understand. I don't understand this at all. So I don't even understand how you could get uh, how you could be scammed because to me, the whole thing is a scam. But I'll tell you this. It, it involves elves. Well, so listen, this guy, John, this poor guy, John, so he he is literally is hiding his identity because he's so embarrassed. He said, never in my life did I think I would be a victim. Uh, he said he found an advertisement on Instagram to in- invest in Bitcoin mining, an investing space uh, of which he was curious. He uh, said that they were very pushy uh, and he didn't invest right away. John said that he was baited by the slick and professional website called Safe Coin Miners, uh, which was eventually traced back to Nigeria. It claimed investment returns from 84% to over 100% mining for cryptocurrency. Simply put, crypto mining is the process of using powerful computers to create new digital currency through encryption algorithms. They wanted me to send them $500 because $500 would make it $3,500. And I said, how is this possible? John recalled. It isn't, yet he's still invested. John said the next day he... And Nigeria, too. Is that where the prince lives? That well, he didn't, he, they, he didn't know at the time. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was, you know, after uh, I think ABC did an investigation and they found that it was traced back to Nigeria. So John said the next day in his account showed up a balance of $3,500, which was seven times his original investment. After seeing the return on paper, John began sending more money. Yeah, you can't yeah. cut and run after you see your 500 bucks shoot up to 3500 right, right then. Yeah. You're like, okay, done. It's legit. Here's the money. And then that's when they get you. Yep. So now all of his money is gone. He said, yep. I got suckered. Emma Fletcher, a senior data research for, uh, for researcher for the uh, Federal Trade Commission, warns cryptocurrency and social media are a combustible combination for fraud. Fletcher said, since 2021, $575 million of all crypto fraud losses reported to her agency were about bogus investment opportunities far more than any other type of fraud. It's weird because people who are in the know, who are financial people, and even our our people say, its its future is there. Once they, but it's still the wild west right now. Yeah, to some extent. I mean, like, yeah. so we we have a financial advisor. My wife and I are very conservative when it comes to our investments. In fact, our investors kind of like, you know, you can take more risks if you want to. Yeah. We're like, eh. we, uh, we're right with you, man. You know, and and so uh, this type of thing has to be fleshed out and le- the legits and non-legits before need you. to be before. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just too, it's, uh, it's. So I have a Nigerian Listen, accountant. Can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you he could, says. You could hit the jackpot. You could. Yeah. I mean, but it's just, it's like going to Vegas, you know? I it's, mean, it's, yeah, you no, don't know. Exactly. It can happen. You can also lose your ass on it, too. So it's risk-reward. And know? I'm stupid. I am. Yeah, and, and, and so, stupid. I don't get it. Right. I don't get so, it at all. Unless I have a real command of it, which I do not, uh, it, it's, yeah. it seems very dangerous to me. Now, a friend of mine happens to do quite well. I, I haven't talked to him in a while, but he, he plays it very smartly. And With cryptocurrency? In his, in his own way, Yes. I guess if you can play crypto conservatively, Preston, that's what he's doing. So he's making little 
gains here and there. Okay. So, I don't know. But it is buyer beware. I mean, if you fall, totally. fall for an ad on Instagram about yeah. buying cryptocurrency, you know, you're, you're being, you're allowing yourself to be the sucker, and it turns but, out you are. Nick, if I had adopted that philosophy, philosophy, I, I wouldn't have those magic beans that I had. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? Right? <laughs> Risk-reward, Steve. <laughs> that golden goose is up there somewhere. <laughs> it's got to be. Most involved paying uh, are paying in crypto, but John said that he paid in cash. John would, wouldn't divulge exactly how much he lost, uh, but it was in the tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, he said he only communicated via email and text with his alleged scammers. The scammers still try to communicate with him occasionally because they say they want $4,000 more to cash out his money. Building inspectors will determine if a Bucks County school is safe after a car crashed into the side of the building late Wednesday night. It happened at about 11.15 at the Lenape Middle School on the 300 block of State Street in Doylestown. Uh, the school is in the Central Bucks School District. A large hole can be seen in the building. Police say the driver lost control, hit a pole, and crashed into a classroom. He was trapped inside the car and had to be rescued. The driver was taken to the hospital for treatment uh, and where police are testing him for DUI. They initially didn't notice it because he crashed into the auto shop. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> on the same day, Pennsylvania leaders met to raise concerns about rising crime against the Postal Service. Authorities in one county warned residents to avoid a mailbox that's been struck by thieves dozens of times. The Sheltonham Township Police Department advised residents not to put mail with cash or checks inside the blue drop box outside of the Elkins Park Post Office on Ashbourne Road. The box, according to police, has been a favorite target for money-hungry thieves. Authorities say checks taken from the mailbox have been stolen, washed, and fraudulently deposited into other uh, another account of an, unidentif- uh, of an unintended recipient. So this is a, uh, a U.S. mail mailbox. Mailbox. They're saying don't put your mail in there. Dude! <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be like the safest place you can put things. We have one literally two blocks up from where we are, and we stopped using it because the advice was to stop using it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, these people get busted. That's federal crime, and... You're in a lot of trouble. But they're taking the Mister. chance. <laughs> the department Mr. Has, Man. The department has reported at least 70 mailbox thefts and many happening at the Elkins Park Post Office box. Police oh. are telling postal customers to take their mail inside the post office shove it. and hand it to a clerk yeah. or find a mailbox with a surveillance camera. Hmm. The warning comes as leaders in Philadelphia met to discuss surging thieves uh, thefts against the United States Postal Service. Several members of the Pennsylvania delegation participated and raised their concerns asking questions about the mail service's reliability. The members of Congress reported an explosion of constituent complaints regarding on-time delivery, mail thefts, crimes against postal workers, and concerns for the upcoming election cycle. In sports this morning. The Phillies beat the Miami Marlins again 4-3 last night at the ballpark. Edmundo Sosa homered for the second straight game and finished with three hits and three RBI. And Bailey Falter earned his fourth straight win as a starter. Gene Segura also homered for the Phillies, who are tied with San Diego in the race for the second and third National League wildcard spots. The series against the Marlins wraps up tonight. Kyle Gibson will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 645. In tennis, Francis Tiafo earned the first trip to the U.S. Open semifinals by an American man since 2006. The 24-year-old followed up the biggest win of his career against 22-time Grand Slam champion.
champion Rafael Nadal in the fourth round by beating number nine seed Audrey Rublev in three sets, winning 7-6-7-6-6-4. TFO was the number 22 seed at Flushing Meadow and became the first black American man to reach the semifinals since Arthur Ashe in 1972. And the NFL begins its season tonight as the Buffalo Bills will travel to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Rams will unveil their Super Bowl champion banner tonight at SoFi Stadium and kickoff against the Bills is scheduled for 820. The Eagles also open their season this weekend. Kickoff for the Birds game against the Lions in Detroit will be at 1 o'clock on Sunday. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you so much, Kath. And we welcome you to a Thursday. Majority of the work week is zipping on by, which is a wonderful thing. Uh, We have some stuff planned for today. We were going to have Kevin Smith. We had talked about it yesterday. Um, plans change. He ended up having to leave last night. He's not going to be able to make it today, unfortunately. And we had a surprise. For oh him yes, too. we were going to have. He was going to be here like an hour from now, in the seven o'clock hour. And um, you know, he had the, uh, the one of the premieres of, not the premiere, but a, a screening of uh, Clerks Three last night. And we were instrumental in getting a piece of music in his movie. And we were going. He had met in person the band Froggy, and they were going to come by today. It was going to be and cool. We were going to surprise him. I know. And those those guys were going to get up super duper <laughs> early to be here, and they, we had to cancel this morning on him. So it kind of sucks, but we'll do it another time. We love Kevin. We understand. It would have been great to have him here, but he's not going to make it. He today. left out the best part is after that he was going to go on a cross country tour with Casey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, I, yeah. I didn't know. About, yeah, I know. I know. So we've got to change all kinds yeah. of plans today. So, but anyway, we're still doing it on the nineteenth. We are. Well, this was going to be a second yeah. one that we were going to do. Yeah, but um, I'm excited about this morning because we're playing a song in the A to Z that when I saw the title, I was like, oh, man, I'm like, I, I didn't expect it to be from the artist that I, when I see that title, I, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, I, yes. I saw the title and I That's was like. That's the joy of the A to Z. Oh, is it that one right there? Yes! Okay. All right. I'm looking. At- wow. Yes! Yeah, well, he's excited. He's excited. You know, and then, I, okay, then I... Uh, never mind. You, yeah, you missed I one. have an issue with some stuff that's missing here, but I think we all do with the A to Z. Everybody does when they listen. Wait, wait, you, you didn't get that one. If It just happens, and Bill loves it, so get in touch with him about that. <laughs> if you want a big laugh, go into his office. He's got the list pressed. He goes, you want to see what I'm being told I'm missing here? Uh, but I missed uh, I missed Red Barchetta. That was because we were doing prep work. I wish you yeah. would have heard that. But I did hear uh, Casey's Eagles fight song uh-huh. this morning. Is it Ready to Go? Or ready to Go. Yeah. That's the name of it, yes. So uh, Brent Porsche played that this morning and kind of squeezed, shoehorned that into the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the back to school A to Z. But we are in the R's right now, which you can imagine is a very, very big category. Yes. So we're in the red section right now because we had Red Barchetta, Red Rain from Peter Gabriel. There's one more red song, which we are going to play can in I just guess? a moment. Yeah, sure. Redondo Beach? No, it is not Redondo <laughs> Beach by Vin Diesel. Vin that Diesel. Is, no, it's incorrect. a great song. Great Sorry acapella. Uh, but we we are in the RES, and we're going to spend most of the morning in the, yeah, I think the RES might be our entire uh, morning today. So some good stuff coming up with the MMR Back to School A to Z, an event that we love being a part of. Because a lot of these music things, we, the morning show, don't get to be a part of. No, they're uh, smart. Yeah. So, well, I mean, a lot of times they happen on the weekends. Yeah. We're not a music-based show, and I love the fact that we get to participate in this. So it's very good stuff. So uh, with all that, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a second. The entertainment report, the stupid question. Yep, they are on the way. So you stay right where you are because we've been back. We'll be back in a moment with that, all right? If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. 
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's ask you a stupid question and see if you know the answer to it and give you something for your trouble. A four, a family four-pack of tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Uh, the question I have for you this morning, science-related question. Absolute zero. Is zero degrees on which temperature scale? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. Absolute zero is zero degrees on which temperature scale? Two one five two six three WMMR. We'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting your for your phone call and your answer. Thursday, September eighth. Birthdays include Brooke Burke. Ah, remember from E? Was that what she was on? Or yeah, um, she was a show host. There's two Burks, both yeah. attractive. Brooke Burns and. Brooke Burke, Burke. Mm-hmm. and she was on um, one of the. Was she on one of the dancing? Dancing with she the was stars. The, yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like the host in the, the back. Host in, yeah. When Tom Bergeron was out front, where they were performed, she would be backstage with all the dancers. But earlier in her career, she was like a uh, like a talk soup, or she, she had shows on E. I forgot. She, yeah. she, she might have. Yeah, I know she was married to one of the uh, the actors Wild from there we it go. It was called Wild On on E. That's yeah. it. Yep. So, um, she married a... Uh, she did probably the smartest thing you could do in Hollywood. She married a plastic surgeon. That's what she yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I think she also created a product for um, after a woman gives birth. I think it's her, and it wraps around their midsection. It's like... It, I guess it, like, tightens everything up or, or helps to do it. She was a spokesperson for a while, too, for Skechers, those shoes yeah. that were kind of curved on the bottom and uh, supposedly yeah. gave you a workout just walking around. Oh, and, it, and ended up causing all sorts of spinal <laughs> problems. Mm, yep. She's 51 today. Uh, the amazingly beautiful Rachel Hunter, uh-huh. Stacy's mom, absolutely, oh. uh, is 53 years old today. Rod Stewart's uh, ex, right? Yeah, yeah. They were together for a number of years. That's a good song, Stacy's mom. It is a great Sounds song. Really yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my kids like that song, yeah, which I love. So. The video is great, and, and she's so freaking <laughs> stunning in that. Not and of sure. course, she was a um, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model and so on. So she is uh, celebrating her 53rd birthday today. Today, local gal Pink has her birthday. Oh, what do we just hear? She's joining the second leg of that Taylor Hawkins tribute. Yeah. Up to yeah, California, that's, yeah, that's yep. right. The one in L.A. Uh, she is from Doylestown, I believe. That's Kathy? right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is it yeah. Doylestown? I think it is. <laughs> Feather in the cap of Buxco, uh, although she doesn't really yeah. get back here. And I don't think there's like a like she's like the Will Smith. Of- yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Why did they yeah. turn their backs? Yeah, they like to pretend that they represent, you know. But whatever. Uh, but um, Kevin Bacon comes back. What a great. Uh, you know, successful career she's had. She's... I I turned around on her. I used to remember you. You guys used yep. to be like, "She's so hot." She's and I'm like, I don't get what they're talking about. Um, but I really like her. Like I follow her on Instagram. I watched a couple of her performances, and I really like her. She's a good singer. She's got a great smile. I love that about her. She's toned. She's in wonderful <laughs> yeah. shape. She uh, does her her. The almost Cirque du Soleil performances yep. where she's spinning around 50 feet above the stage. Yep. So 43 years old today. She, she's very funny in a, in a cameo appearance in Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. Yeah. The, 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 um, 
that that song that he does to support LGBTQ. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She she performs it, and as he's singing the lyrics, she keeps looking at him like, "What are you singing?" It's hilarious. Hey, who is the uh, the the BMX guy that oh. they, they broke up? And she wrote that song about him. That was uh, they're back together. Yeah, yeah. But after she wrote yeah. the song, yeah. Uh, it got him back together. Carrie and Hart. Carrie Hart. Yeah. yeah. Not, not Corey Hart. Yeah. Right. Carrie Hart. Yeah, he wears his sunglasses in the That's, day. In the daytime. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wear my sunglasses. Right. Uh, so, anyhow, it was interesting how that worked out because the song was essentially just beating up on him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they got back together after yeah. that. Uh, David Arquette has his birthday today. He is 51 years old. I just watched that movie, uh, Crazy Eight-Legged Freaks. Remember oh, that yeah, large yeah. spider movie? Eight-Legged mm-hmm. Freaks, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who was on Home Improvement. Damn alligator bit. <laughs> Sorry, wrong age. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's the one next to that. He was great. Happy Gilmore. Uh, so <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. You know, he sounded just like um, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Uh, he is uh, 41 Damn years old today. Bit my hand. <laughs> oh, my God. So good. Save that. We're actually going to need that later on okay. for the Bizarre File. Uh, Amy Mann, the singer, is turning 62 years old today. A- Amy Mann is in one of my top ten songs of all time, Time Stands Still. Yeah, by Rush. Rush. Yeah, she's a one, uh, probably the only guest vocalist they've ever had in their yeah. entire career. Uh, and she sings the the refrain, the the, the chorus, Time Stands Still. And uh, had a chance to meet her a couple times. She's nice, cool, nice. arty gal. Yeah, I mix her up uh, with that folk singer who sings with the, the dude from Led Zeppelin all the time. Uh, Alison Krauss. Alison Krauss. Yeah. Okay. Are either one of those that sing on the Oh Brother Where Art There soundtrack? Yes. Okay. Alison Krauss is Alison on Krauss that. Alison Krauss does. Okay. Yes. Yep. Uh, she's 62 today, Amy Mann. Uh, Martin Freeman, yeah. who is in, uh, he played The Hobbit. He, he was a um, Bilbo, right? In, yeah. And uh, that, or no, not, yeah, Bilbo. Yeah, he's Bilbo. Um, he's also in Sherlock, you were asking about. Uh, yeah, I was talking about yeah, that. Yeah, he plays Watson. Uh, and Love Actually, uh, he's uh, the guy that's the, the porn couple. That's right. Uh, <laughs> as they are on the set. Yeah. Uh, he's 51 years he's old He's also today. in the MCU, is he not? Yes, yeah. he is. Okay. He's excellent. Who's he in the he MCU? He plays Black Panther. No, he, uh, <laughs> he, he is that, that yeah. agent. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. In the yeah, yeah, he's uh, flying the he ends up doing the simulated uh, yeah, right. aircraft. That's yeah. right. And he's in uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which comes out in a month or two. Nice. All right, then the last birthday is uh, Heather Thomas. She of the time there was Heather Locklear, there was Heather Thomas, the two hot Heathers. Both were uh, quite wonderful. Yeah. But she, of course, was nominated for her role in Zapped. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. she was in Zapped. You're Scott, right. Yeah. Was she in was she on a... Fall Guy. Fall Guy, that was it. Yep, she's 65 today. All right, we're looking for an answer to the stupid question this morning. Absolute zero, zero degrees on which temperature scale? 215-263-WMMR. And I will go to Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Is it Jean or Jeannie? It's Jeannie. It oh. is Jeannie. All right, excellent. So, Jeannie, uh, what temperature scale will you find zero degrees at absolute zero? The Kelvin scale. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a moment, Jeannie. We're going to give you a family four-pack tickets for the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Valid any weekend in September and get ready to live the excitement and adventure of jousting nights and royal delights with colorfully costumed villagers and merrymakers ready to make your visit an unforgettable experience. And tickets are available at parenfair.com. All right, so I heard this yesterday. You're talking about the Kelvin scale on Twitter. Uh, the number negative four degrees looks like a guy taking a dump. Have you guys ever seen that? <laughs> I do now. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, oh yep, I see it. 
That's hilarious. Oh, yep. Yeah. Now, yep. yes, uh, would not have seen it initially, but <laughs> Looks yeah, like a guy it took me a little while. With <laughs> his elbows on his knees, hunched over, <laughs> taking a poop. That's yeah. Well done, Casey. All right. All right, entertainment stories. Florence Pugh. Pugh may have skipped the Venice Film Festival press conference for Don't Worry Darling, but she's uh, singing her praises for the film on Instagram. Despite the rumors of a rift between Pugh and the film's director, Olivia Wilde, the Little Women actress shared a carousel of photos from the film premiere and wrote a massive congratulations to everyone standing on the carpet. We premiered in Venice. A huge, wonderful win in itself. I'd never been to Venice Film Festival before. It was mega. The crowds, the cheers, the energy was incredible. And to all the cast and crew... It's mega. ...who Helped to make the mo- this movie. What's that? Mega. Me- yeah, Mega. Oh, Mega. Yeah. Uh, thank you for all of your hard work. We genuinely wouldn't have been there without your talent, and we appreciate it hugely, she said. So, uh, but she's not going to make the New York premiere, I had read. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, this, this all this extra stuff uh, has, has kind of made me sick of the movie before I even know anything about it. You know, there's all I- this... There's a spit gate and, uh, you know... By oh. the way, uh, he Harry Styles addressed that on yeah. stage yesterday. He's, what did he uh, say? He said, yeah, I just came to town to uh, <laughs> to spit on Chris Pine. <laughs> so, obviously, it, was it didn't case. happen. Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah. spit on him. It was a joke, so... Uh, which, uh, by the way, I, I have a feeling that, that Florence Pugh is going to be an interesting person to watch in their interactions with... Um, the mechanism? Outside of the film, with the mechanism, yeah. exactly. I think she's going to have trouble with it. I think she's going to have a real problem really? with it. Yeah, I do. I yeah. uh, I kind of agree. I'm yeah. getting those. Now, mind you, uh, they, they, they the, it all may be for the right reasons, Yeah, but you've got to um, but some people you do, be a little fluid. Some people do the dance. You know who does it? Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. They, oh, just, they got it. They They're got lovely. it going on. They're wonderful. Uh, but but it, it's a part of that job is is doing the promotion and, and facing... Uh, uh, rumors and things like that, and you 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 can handle it a certain way, and some right. people just you got to tickle the taint. That's fine. Yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> uh, by the way, the, the, the Venice Film Festival. It's in Venice. I, I understand that it, it, the one in the, in Italy, though, right, right? Yes. No. Right. Um. This. I mean, it's it, the 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 whole the the hype behind it. I've never seen or heard any hype like like this before. It's, I, I, it's always I been con, it's not, it's not con, right. Sundance. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah. like, uh, I don't know. There's, uh, I don't know if this is like uh, on purpose. Is, that there's a real push behind it. Well, is it this movie that's creating? A, but I mean, you I know, there have been, there've been like three or four different movies I've heard about having yes. great reaction and so on. But you're right, Casey. This one's starting to kind of rise a little bit yeah. in its uh, in its profile. Uh, anyhow, the uh, she also called uh, co-star Chris Pine bloody cute for getting down on one knee to take photos with his digital camera on the red carpet. He is bloody cute. <laughs> and uh, despite promoting the film on social media, Rolling Stone reported Wednesday the star is planning to skip the, like I said, the New York City premiere, which is uh, for the on the nineteenth due to a scheduling conflict with Dune Part Two. So there you go. That's okay. the reason she says she's not going to make it to. The I'm film. completely down with seeing her continue in the Marvel world. And I would yeah. love to see projects based around her character. I thought uh, the, the whole thing in Hawkeye was a blast. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah, it's gonna. The, she's gonna be a part of uh, like the Thunderbolts and the next evolution of these uh, yeah. younger um, younger heroes. Nice. Uh, Ari Spears has broken his silence on the molestation accusations that he and Tiffany Haddish are currently facing. As previously reported, Spears and Haddish are being sued over video sketches that were posted on Funny or Die, in which they allegedly had two minors perform sexually suggestive acts. On the Spears and Steinberg podcast, he said, listen, obviously, for legal reasons, I can't really talk about anything at this time. 
I just want to say to all the loyal listeners, thank you guys for your support and for your love. Listen, this is an extortion case, he says. This is a shakedown. We won't be shaken down. Uh, in a statement to Page Six, Spears' attorney, Deborah Oprey, said he isn't going to fall for any shakedown. He won't stand for Most any baloney. Yes. Uh, me- he doesn't stand for baloney. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is, uh, this is continuing, and it sounds... I, I want to hear more of the details of, of the <laughs> accusations specifically yeah, and you uh, just, that they're citing. You just stop. I'm like, we've had Aries on the show a number of times. He's, he's, yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I hope that that's so what do this I. is. That it's yeah. somebody, uh, I, I don't hope for him that somebody's trying to take advantage right. of him, but I hope that the accusations are not true. And, and I'm, you know, I, I, as of now, I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards that they probably aren't true. Yeah. But who knows? We have to wait and see. All right, getting in shape for Baywatch left Zac Efron in a deep depression. Uh, the actor told Men's Health that his diet and fitness plans for the 2017 movie took a serious toll. He said, I started to develop insomnia. I fell into a pretty bad depression. Something about that experience burned me out. I had a really hard time recentering. Ultimately, they chalked it up to taking way too many diuretics for way too long, and it messed something up. So that's what the, you know, if you see him in that movie, you know, he's beyond cut up. He just is, looks like there's not one scintilla of body fat. So that's what they do. And you get on that stuff for too long, uh, it will cause physical damage. It'll cause long-term damage. Uh, going forward, he says he prefers to have an extra, you know, 2 to 3% body fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, extreme weight loss wasn't the only concerning physical transformation Efron underwent. So he also broke his jaw after he slipped and hit a fountain while running in his socks at home. He told the magazine he passed out and woke up to found that his chin bone oh, was hanging off no. his oh. face. That's what he said. Oh, my God. So physical therapy for his face caused his, uh, it's called a uh, masseter muscles used for chewing to get really, really big. And it altered his appearance and it caused social media users to speculate that he had undergone plastic surgery following the release of uh, a 2021 Earth Day promo video he had done. So you see him now, and it makes me want to smash my face on whatever he hit because he looks great. Yeah. How the hell, you know, you get a, a, what is ostensibly a fairly profound facial injury, and if if this is possible, he looks better. Dude, he's stupid good looking. Well, it's, yeah, it's, and I, you want to hate him, but he's a, I like him. I think he's got like a like a, a good looking superpower, and I think that whatever <laughs> uh, he, he's got regenerative healing yeah. uh, that, that <laughs> makes sure that everything is really good looking. Right. Like if you were to, if you were to take a butcher knife to his penis, it would grow back at twice the length. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 exactly. And anything you do to mess up his yeah. face just makes him more right. handsome. Right. Oh my god! <laughs> Under my burn scabs, look. <laughs> it's like smoother. That mole is gone. Skin. It's got Wolverine powers, but it just totally. with, yeah. with handsomeness. Just for good looking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Efron said his own mother called to see if he had had a cosmetic procedure. Uh, fortunately, the actor doesn't let rumors get to him. He said, if I valued what other people thought of me to the extent that they think uh, that they may think I do, I definitely wouldn't be able to do this work. Don't he worry. is starring. I was going to No, no, no. What's he starring in? He's starring in that movie. Remember we heard about the uh, the, the beer run during the Vietnam War? Yes. Yeah. The Peter Farrelly it's Coming movie? out soon. Yeah. So he's playing the guy who makes the run. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, I am dying. I've read that story before. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a great little uh Annal in, in uh, war history. Sure. Um, Aaron Moriarty 
is calling out the misogynistic trolling that she has experienced by some fans who watch Amazon's The Boys. Uh, the actor portrays uh, the character of Annie January, Starlight. Yeah, she's great. Who's been heavily criticized, and I don't know why. I, I have not. Why. I love her. Character. I have not heard any criticism, and I, I'm all over this show. So what? What supposedly is being said? They're being. She's being kind of cagey about it and doesn't mention it. Moriarty took to Instagram where she shared an article titled "I Stand with Starlight," uh, and the byline was, or the the, the uh, uh, subject in parentheses was the betrayal of Aaron Moriarty. Uh, Moriarty uh, by the boys fans. The article points out the hate that the character of Starlight receives on social media, which transcends to hurtful comments about her, the actress in particular. Do you ever so, wonder if sometimes they'll concoct, and I believe a lot of these are very true, but I also believe sometimes maybe they concoct this these sort of things to just get traction. Because everyone will sort of come to someone's defense and say, hey, we stand um, with Starlight. No, I, I mean I don't. Yeah, I do. I'm not cynical uh, in that sense. I am but, cynical. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just I'm believing what they're saying. But anyhow, yeah. uh, Mori already posted on Instagram. I do feel silenced. I do feel dehumanized. I do feel paralyzed. I've put blood, sweat, and tears into this role over and over and over again. I've grown up in this character's shoes. Emphasis on grown up. We change and evolve mentally and physically. Uh, and she thinks. Uh, I guess there's a. Uh, an account called Butcher's Canary uh, who wrote the article and added, uh, this does break my heart. I've opened up a vein for this role and the misogynistic trolling is exactly what this role, uh, Annie, would speak out against. Why would fans of the show go after her? Her her character's great. Her character's one of the foundational characters. Yeah, I mean, probably for the same reason you just suggested, Steve, is to gain traction. You know, you criticize somebody like this openly, even if it's somebody that's beloved, right. and then they're going to get attention for that. Right. So the actor continued by saying, everyone's going through their own battles. Uh, let's not add to that. I will never intentionally and especially publicly add to yours. This is only strength of my empathy muscle. And to anyone who comes at me, uh, I see you. I don't hate you. I only empathize and forgive. Can I... Can I go on record as saying I, I hate when people use the term blood, sweat, and tears? I, 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 think, I'm, I think I'm over it. It's a great band. Yeah. That's that's it. But when you when she talks about putting her blood, sweat, and tears, okay. Did you though? Uh, like you're I, saying, I, it's probably more just sweat and tears. Probably, and, and you know, what about like, a little pee? <laughs> hey, so that's like when people say "my world," like yeah. when they post a picture of like their family or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, it's nice. No. I like the picture of your family. Just, I hate that. Stop uh, right. it's, it's, Don't write my your world, world sucks. So cliche <laughs> at this point. And, and when you, I, you and your tribe are amazing, you definitely had a fight last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. world. We definitely had a fight last night. Like when they, you know, they uh-huh. put, post the picture and you know, the, yeah, their tribe and well, all this. Like, shut world. up, you yeah, yeah. had a fight last night. Look at before the split between uh, uh, Stallone and Jennifer Flavin. You know, they're, 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 uh, oh, this is everything. Uh, and then, yeah. yeah, two days later, yeah, right. Go to hell. So unless they actually bleed, sweat, sweat and cry, and cry. So she's definitely. Had has sweat and cried. I mean, she her character has cried. So you know, I know it just it's, she has. It's, you just too. don't. You just Cliche. don't like that that I, phrase. I don't like it anymore. Let me I ask probably you. Probably liked it at first. If she's bleeding by <laughs> simply by happenstance that right. she was cleaning up the garage and and cut herself on something, right? Um, though it wasn't directly related to her job. 
does she still make the claim? I'm going to say she probably was on the period at some time. No, you're probably right. During the... You can't during argue the, that. You know, she I mean, prob... Well, um, she probably has... I said the period. Did you notice? <laughs> I did sure. not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do it's that. It's like when old people refer <laughs> to cancer. I got the home box. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> watching the fight tonight on the home box. I'm guessing that she probably at some point during that series has bled, sweat, and cried. All right. So you're on uh, record as not liking blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Got All right. right. By the way, co-star Anthony Starr uh, showed uh, his support in the replies and added support you. And what you say 100% will put your work uh, well put. He says, your work on the show has always uh, been stellar and you are uh, beautiful inside and out. Keep shining. It's probably him that started it. Maybe it was. <laughs> uh, so, hang on a second here. Oh, this is a, no, 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 no. This is a bizarre file story that I stapled. Oh, and the alligator. And I was wondering where that was. <laughs> and the alligator bit his hand off. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, how many episodes are you into uh, The Boys? Uh, I think I am about to begin my fifth episode. Okay, so you're heading home. I'm getting to it. So. It's great, oh, is it not? God, it is so good. You just. Homelander is just the biggest dick in the world. Oh, my God. And yeah. yet. You love him. Uh, oh, I know. He's so oh, yeah. unrelentingly terrifying. Yes. When he gets that look in his face, what's worse? Uh-huh. A scowl from Homelander or, or a, a smile? smile? Yeah, yeah. And because he goes, I'm just joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, if you haven't seen The Boys yet... Uh-huh. It's not for the faint of heart. Oh, my God. It is. Don't watch it with your kids. Do not watch your children. Let your children watch this quote-unquote superhero show. Right, yeah. It is insane. You just can't. When you when you think they won't go there, my God, oh, do they, they go, go there at another level. Did you see Paul Reiser yet? No. Okay, he's coming up. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll move along. Uh, let's go with this. All right, some, some lighter stuff. Uh, Camilla Marone had a girls' night out with some famous friends Ooh. following her split oh from God. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, where'd she go? You know, she broke up with Leo. Uh, the 25-year-old model was spotted with Kendall Jenner and Haley Bieber at Sushi Park. Girl, and, forget about him. And we're... <laughs> 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 Here, have some salmon. Right. Yeah. Uh, we need some chocolatinis. So uh, the outlet oh. points out that both Bieber... Wait, we have a restaurant? Yeah. yeah. Oh, there she is. Girl, you forget about him. <laughs> uh, so the out- it is a little like that, by the way. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We had like a... I, you know, went out with a friend and, was you know, we were all like, no, he's terrible, he's trash. It's horrible. You know, every, we're all on our phones pulling up different pictures of, like, friends, single friends. We're like, what about him? No, pass. What about this one? What about Zac Efron? <laughs> Kathy, it's your world, girl. It's, it's your world. You do, slay you queen. Do you yeah. now. Don't slay. worry about it. Yeah. Slay queen. You get out there and slay. He doesn't you deserve, deserve you. you. You put all of your blood, your sweat, and your tears, tears into, into that relationship. <laughs> By the way, he's put on weight. He's now the great Gutsby. <laughs> so the outlet points out that both uh, Bieber and Jenner were good friends with Gigi Hadid. Gigi! Who is rumored to be dating Caprio now. Oh, no. Oh, I know. I know. What wait, are we going to so do? Wait, so is she the one that lives here? Gigi yes. Hadid so is... So maybe he'll be here. Have we? New Hope, yeah. Well, yeah, listen. What, by the way... Uh, um, I'm also, I'm team Leo. I ha- I'm team her. I'm team whoever gets us an interview with Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll join you with that. Yeah. Steve. Uh, let's see. Jane Fonda provided an update just one week after revealing that she has been diagnosed with B-cell non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. 
Uh, the Grace and Frankie star wrote on her website Tuesday to express her heartfelt thanks to all. She added, uh, the messages of love and support mean the world to me. I want to say again that this is a very treatable cancer and much progress has been made with the medicines that patients are given. Uh, Nicholas Cage and wife Rico Shibata have welcomed their first child together. According to people, August Rico Fr- Shibata. <laughs> August Francesca Coppola Cage uh, was born in Los Angeles on Wednesday. Uh, the baby girl is Shibata's first child and Cage's third child. Uh, speaking of babies, Billy Lord. Yeah. Oh, wait. Lord. I have both of those, man, so sorry. Both? Yeah. 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 Billy and Lord. Oh, Billy. Lord. There you go. <laughs> and husband Austin Rydell are expecting their second child together. Uh, she was on American Horror Story, I think. Yes, she okay. was phenomenal. She's Carrie Fisher's daughter. Uh, the actress revealed her baby bump on Wednesday on the red carpet of her new film, Ticket to Paradise. Page Six reports that she cradled her bump in a pink sequined mini dress as she posed for reporters. You have, I, I, listen, I, I try not to recommend shows anymore because everyone has a, a wealth of shows that they're currently watching. But if you can watch that American Horror Story, that 1984, it right. is all slasher. And uh, so, you know... Stranger Things did a great job this time around. It was it was focused in on sort of that vibe. This takes the Camp Crystal Lake vibe right. and runs with it. It's just great. Uh, the baby girl, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the couple had welcomed their first child, son, Kingston Fisher, mm. uh, back in 2020. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but Netflix is rebooting the Teletubbies. Oh, God. Yeah, these three. <laughs> Why? Kathy's on board. I hated them. <laughs> it was a weird show. No, Your I, kids I were, were, for, were too old for the Teletubbies, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's definitely, it's for babies and, and toddlers. Yeah. Are they showing them grown up now, dealing with real world situations? Maybe that's what they're going to do. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I lost my job. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know who love the Teletubbies? Ooh. Elvis. Oh, that's Remember, right, Remember, he, he thought Tinky Winky was hilarious. <laughs> Tinky Winky, man. Yeah. Who's the one that carries a purse, man? Is that Tinky Winky? I think it's Tinky Winky. Man, I like that. Uh, I, you do you, man. Uh, the they series, got like little, uh, little things you blow bubbles on their heads. Uh, the series will be narrated by Titus Burgess. Oh, that's wow. right, man, from uh, I'm Big uh, with Kimmy Schmidt. That's correct. <laughs> that's uh, right, man. Big fan of that show. So not just Tinky Winky, but Dipsy. Dipsy. Lala. Lala. And Poe. Oh, and Vulva. And Vulva. And Vulva. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Volva Labia oh, Lala. Volva Labia Lala. <laughs> and Dizzy Gillespie. It was the first show oh. that, that you could kind of just like put on <laughs> when your kid is a, a, a toddler, you know, just sort of in between being a baby and a toddler. And right. I remember ben, ben watching this when he was probably one or one and a half or whatever. And So it's like noise. It is. And, and, and you know, you just you would just play it over and over <laughs> again. And when you needed a little bit of a break, uh, Teletubbies <laughs> was the first one to allow you to breathe for a moment. So for people who don't understand, they actually have, their, so they had uh, actual television or screens on their stomachs, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 Hence the, yeah, I think the, the reference to Teletubbies. Uh, like and, uh, there's another competing show called Flat Screen Anus. Oh. <laughs> uh, and that one didn't really have we the same We watched that one. I don't know. Like, we just got into that. Uh, the original Teletubbies was a British children's series that aired from 97 to 2001 on the BBC. A first reboot broadcast from 2015 to 2018 on Nick Jr. in the United States. Uh, Netflix is also developing the new children's series Spirit Rangers, which premieres November 10th, and Princess Power, Spirit, which starts streaming on uh, in 2023. 
Uh, Spirit Rangers follows three, uh, wow, siblings that are help protect the land and spirits of the national park where they live. While Princess Power is based on the Savannah Guthrie and Allison Oppenheimer Oppenheim book called Princess Wear Pants. Princess Wear Pants. Princesses Wear Pants. Princesses Wear Pants. Yes, thank you. In addition, new seasons of Waffles and Mochi's <laughs> Restaurant oh, yeah. and Gabby's Dollhouse will debut in the fall. These are all little kid shows. Uh, well, I, I don't guess care. Uh, you just made me want waffles. Yeah. yeah. Just said the magic right. word. <laughs> waffles and Mochi's. I, I don't know what Mochi's are, but I do like waffles. Uh, mochi like mochi is cream? a little, yeah, it's a little Japanese ice cream. I treat. don't oh, like them. Caroline oh. eats them all the time. I don't like Wait, them either. The, it's, what you know what gets it? me is the texture. It's the, the mushy the, outside. Yeah. Is it yeah. like a gel? The skin that's around it's it. almost yeah. like, like Steve, take it. the worst of like pudding skin on top and then uh-huh. uh, create a Japanese dessert uh-huh. on so the I inside So I do like that. pudding skin, but I, I, I've I seen these now. I, I know exactly what we're talking about. And I it, to me, I think what you're saying all resonates because uh-huh. it looks like something I would not want in my mouth. It's and doughy. I put literally everything in my mouth. It's uh-huh. kind of, it's kind of this doughy consistency, uh, like uh-huh. raw, like almost raw dough. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like raw pizza dough. Not a fan. kind of the consistency. But some of them are okay. But uh, anyway, that's enough of that. Okay. All right. Uh, one last... Last story. Uh, oh, man, what to go with here? I got oh, one or no, two. What? Well, what? I don't know. Uh, all right, let's go with this one. Fox has greenlit an American version of SAS Who Dares Wins. What? An unscripted format from the UK. Now, the US version has been given the working title of Special Forces, The Ultimate Test. So the SAS and the Special yes. Forces in the UK. Right. This will feature 16 celebrity contestants were put through a set of challenges meant to emulate Special Forces training camp. Dubbed the ultimate celebrity social experiment, Special Forces The Ultimate Test will feature NFL vet Danny uh, Amendola, who won two Super Bowl titles with New England, Spice Girl Mel B, (laughs) former Bachelorette Hannah Brown, TV chef Tyler Florence, reality personality Kate Gosselin, Oh, my uh, God. I know, yep. Oh. NBA champ Dwight Howard, R&B singer and pastor Montel Jordan, skier Gus Kenworthy, gymnast uh, Nastia Lukin, soccer star Carly Lloyd. I'm Carly's going to be yeah. there. I'm sorry, these guys are all competing against each yes. other? Yes, Seventh Heaven actor Beverly Mitchell. Ah. Uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta star Kenya Moore, baseball Hall of Fame catcher Mike Piazza, <laughs> reality TV doctor Drew Pinsky, and Trump staffer Anthony Scaramucci. Scaramucci! And Zoe 101 star Jamie Lynn Spears. Wow. you got to be effing kidding. They're going to train the them the SAS way? Yep. The contestants weighed in on the physical and emotional difficulty of the training camp. and uh, I'm sure it's rigid. Jamie Lynn Spears said it was a mental preparation I was trying to focus on while being away from my kids. It was everything I didn't know I needed. I have so much more respect for the real special forces soldiers out there and what they do. So according to the um, alternative entertainment president, Rob Wade, he said, we put them through the toughest test there is. They're completely removed from society and producers. The staff sergeants control everything within the camp. They live in uh, the middle of a desert 100 degrees in a place where the toilets are literally a hole in the ground their beds are just a sheet over a metal bar it's completely back to basics uh by the way sas debuted on uk's channel 4 in 2015 has run for seven seasons thus far additionally the spin-off celebrity sas is currently airing in its fourth season so it's apparently a formula that works in the uk and a lot of shows that work in the UK come end here. Up working here, so we'll you know see. what I saw the other day? Uh, Stephen Amell, who played uh, Arrow, who played uh, on yeah. the series, the lead. 
Uh, I did not see this, but at some point he did the um, the uh, ninja challenge. Yeah, and like rocked that the guy's hell out of incredible yeah. shape. Wow. Like r- unbelievable! Wow, like everyone was awestruck. All right, we're ready for clips. Let's do them now. Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn's latest series, Making the Cut, gives established designers immediate gratification by selling items in a show sponsored uh, show sponsored Amazon store. Immediately after each episode in here, Heidi talks about her 20 years of critiquing fashion on TV. As a judge or, you know, you have to kind of say what you don't like. I mean, it's not good to just say, I don't like it. You have to say why. So in order for the people at home who are watching understand why you don't like it, maybe they agree with you, maybe they don't. And then the designer also, you know, can take that or leave it. Thing sucks. New episode of Making the Cut is streaming today on Amazon Prime. Here's the next clip. House of Darkness begins with a guy and a girl and a one-night stand and turns into a psychological thriller. In this clip, director Neil LeBute talks about what Justin Long and Kate Bosworth's public perception brought to the leading roles. People see him and they go, oh, even if they don't know his name, they're like, oh, I like that guy. So you kind of mm-hmm. let things go uh, that somebody else might not. And Kate just has this perfect, like, kind of ethereal stillness that I think slowly starts unnerving this guy, and hopefully with the audience as well. We kind of go, "What's what's up with her?" I don't, I don't want, I don't think I want to see it. House of Darkness opens tomorrow. I think Justin Long and Kate Bosworth are actually an item now because of this. Oh movie. yeah, yes. Well, good for them. That's a nice couple right there. All right, and there you go. That is what we have in uh, the entertainment yeah, couple <laughs> for you this morning. A nice couple. Uh, I'd like to give some away. We have Minions, The Rise of Gru on digital. And we'll take callers uh, 11 and 12 at 215-263-WMMR. And we will set you up with it now. Uh, bring home the number one animated movie of the year with two all-new mini-movies, outtakes, and more. Mm-hmm. And you can own it on digital and Blu-ray now. So callers 10 and 11 will set you yeah, we're going to take a break. Be back in just a moment on this Thursday morning. Hang in there with us. The new and improved MMR app is out. It's faster, better organized, yet fully customizable to your liking. Start poking around now. Fans of the Weekend Planner, select the Pierre Robert Show page. Hear a song during the workforce blocks you like but can't name? Select recently played songs to show on your app feed. Want the MM Archives podcast on your radar? Just customize so it shows where you want it. Look for Marissa's App Hack videos to get the ultimate user experience. So update your app now and then customize it to make the new MMR app your app. Let's see, I've been pounding the pavement in this great city of ours to find some stories to share with you. This is what we call the city beat. He pounds the beat with his feminine feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Spanking his meat. He's Uh, the city beaterer. Yeah, city beaterer. So I almost saved this for tomorrow for uh, the connoisseur, but I think this would be worth uh, bringing up now. Uh, Eagles are kicking off their home schedule. uh, Monday night football against the Vikings on the 19th. Uh, And fans at Lincoln Financial Field are going to have a new menu item and new food vendor to try. All right. Always interested in this. Uh, Aramark Sports and Entertainment unveiled a number of new offerings that will be available this year at the 10 NFL stadiums uh, where the Philadelphia-based company is in charge of food service. I didn't know that Aramark, based out of here, did 10 stadiums across the country. 
That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, me neither. Um, so here's what to look for at the link. So there is a um, there's a product called Philly Johns. All right. Yeah. Papa what is it? Yeah, Papa John's. <laughs> Papa John's. <laughs> oh my God. Uh no, it's uh and you know what I got this from uh oh man, I gotta make sure I give a little bit of credit. Yeah, which it's, John did you get it uh, from? Gerd Furfel. Uh no no no. This is from the Philly Voice. I got okay. this article out of the Philly Voice. Uh Duncan Macchiato cereal crusted beef brisket and Monterey Jack cheese croquettes. Well, okay, what? Served, listen to this, with Rita's, as in Rita's water ice. Yeah. Rita's wild black cherry ice barbecue sauce. Ooh, I don't even Sounds disgusting. It does. To well, me. What's the core food element in this mess? Uh, it sounds like beef brisket. Okay. So it says Duncan Macchiato cereal, crusted beef brisket, and Monterey Jack cheese croquettes. So little, basically beef and cheese nuggets. Was the chef having a seizure when he concocted this? That are that are breaded and fried, I assume. Right. And then, but then you get cherry water ice barbecue sauce. No. So it's sold near section 138. And uh, this menu item is part of what Aramark is calling its snack hack program, which the company says are innovative takes on traditional fan favorites. I am virtually never on that side of the stadium ever. Uh, I am because um, I sit in like the 240s. So I'm on that section that's in between. That's that basically you can look over and see the Wells Fargo. Okay, so I don't. Know the stadium layout by its numbers, so I it's, do. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, that's why I'm going to ask you this question. Right. So you're in two forty. Two forty. So wouldn't one thirty eight be almost like right below you and over a little bit? Uh oh, shoot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because it would be a level yeah. low. I was right? going. I was going the other way. Um. So yeah, I actually, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I pass that every single time I go to the stadium. Oh, you're never there. <laughs> I'm never there, but I pass it every time. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, the thing about the link, though, is you don't, like, walk straight up from your section and go up. Usually, you kind of have to, like, go on a diagonal. So, you may start at, like, 130 and then end up at 240. Huh. I think the link is the most difficult uh, arena to navigate in the Really? Scene. It's just it's a pain in the ass. And I, uh, you know, I... I I don't like that building very much. <laughs> I don't know it. I never uh, go yeah. there. It's, so. it's hard to get around. If you're in one section and you need to go down to get over to other sections, you get the vet. You could walk around the entire you can't building. Can't walk around. You can't walk around so the entire annoying. building. So if Casey's uh, across yeah. the stadium from me and I'm sitting upstairs and Casey's sitting upstairs, yeah. I have to go down, then around, and then up to get to where oh, he is. Okay. So Preston, I usually walk in Stupid. around because like 138. That's the that's the direct center of the stadium, that, and that's I usually usually either walk in that way or I'll walk in around section 106, 107. So no matter what, I'm passing by 138. I'm talking completely and totally out of my ass. I was thinking that 138 was on the other side of the stadium well, where like 120 is. and Then now you have no excuse to not try the Philly Yes, dogs. I do. It doesn't sound good. So, <laughs> okay, well, you had that excuse. Yeah. Uh, so the, is the concept that you're amalgamating all sorts of Philly-esque things into one I think so. I just yeah. think yeah, because you, you you have you've well, Duncan is not really a Philly thing, but it, Duncan is a Preston and Steve show thing, and we're um, a Philly thing. But uh, yeah, I guess the Rita's water ice, Frank Rizzo pubes. But listen, I mean, listen, it is macchiato, cereal crusted beef brisket, Monterey Jack cheese croquettes served with. How many different flavors are in there, and how much can your your mouth really? 
appreciate. I don't know. Uh, my mouth is very appreciative, but I... <laughs> Steve, you have such an appreciative, appreciative mouth. mouth. Preston has an appreciative mouth. Uh, <laughs> and it, you can tell. Well, here's the deal. You can tell that he really appreciates I like what he the puts word in generous. There. Here's yeah. the thing. Aramark can certainly do themselves a great service by bringing us this food for free. Oh, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I can confirm that the Eagles do run on Duncan. Oh, well, that's true. And we do as well. But yeah. it does sound like an episode of Chopped. Like all they right. just put all the yeah, ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Together and that's and what they're calling it a, a snack hack. So it's one of those things where they're, they're putting stuff together. Uh, or I've been heard it referred to as like Frankenstein food. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, where you that, just put, put a yeah. bunch of things together and, and see what it tastes like. <laughs> all right. So here's another thing. The Philly Cheesesteak Company on the roll. So the family owned and operated business based in Hershey, known for preparing and serving its cheesesteaks uh, from its food trucks. Uh, the business now gets a permanent or at least non-mobile location at the link, and it's in Section 120. That sounds like that's on the other side. That's on the other side. I don't okay. see it. Mm-hmm. But were you familiar with this uh, company? Does it no. have a great legend to it? No. I don't know anything. Okay. Okay. Honor, it, what is it called? On a roll? Or? No. It's, on a roll. It says uh, on the roll. Philly Cheesesteak Company on the roll. So I think it's just a cheesesteak. Uh, because the 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 author says uh, impressions. This one's pretty straightforward. Although based in Hershey, the business gets its rolls from Philadelphia. The food truck does a mix of corporate events, fairs, festivals, breweries, uh, wineries, weddings, blah blah blah. Has a variety of cheesesteaks and chicken cheesesteaks. Uh, these are the only additions that Aramark has planned for the link later this year. But Eagles fans who are traveling for road games, I have a few new offerings available at other stadiums. So I'll give you a couple of these. This All is right. Aramark. Whether if you're out on the road. And and some of them have a, a, a Philly flavor to them. So you have the Texas Firecracker, which is going to be an NRG stadium uh, when the Eagles are at Houston on Thursday, November 3rd. They have flaming Hot Fried Pickles soaked in cherry and blueberry Kool-Aid. Ooh. <laughs> the hell's going on? And served at Jalapeno Ranch. Oh, All right, so... Again, I, they just had a bunch of ingredients sitting around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we got jalapeno right. ranch. I almost saw... Hey, do me I, a favor. Put some Ajax in that. I was at Acme yesterday because I run on Acme, and uh, and I saw jalapeno ranch dressing. I almost bought it. So now that I know that this is a thing, I think I'm going to get it now. <laughs> All right. Then uh, there's a couple more that are in Houston, by the way. They have the Philly Flats. Uh, it says local Houston eatery will serve Philly-style cheesesteaks and buffalo wings, whatever. I prefer the Hershey squirts. <laughs> uh, then you have Fry STK, waffle fries Ooh. topped with your choice of flaming Hot Cheeto chicken tenders, smoked brisket, or pulled pork. I'd probably go with the smoked brisket on that. All right. Smothered in queso and other fixins. Okay, yeah. that one's not so bad. Tell me about the uh, Cheeto one again. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, waffle fries. Uh-huh. And then they have, you can either have flaming, <laughs> flaming Hot Cheetos chicken tenders. Yeah, I want that. Smoked brisket or pulled pork on those. And then they smother it in queso and other fixings. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm in. That sounds pretty good. By the way, I still want waffles. Uh, <laughs> also in Houston is the Hawaiian dog. Ah. Uh, hot Hawaii. dog. It's hot, like an up dog. Hot dog. What's up, dog? <laughs> no, hot dog topped, topped with uh, pulled pork, mm-hmm. crushed pineapple, and sweet chili sauce. I'm done with that. That's good. That could be interesting. So it's a chili dog. Uh, Are you sucking on it? Uh, you're probably sucking on it. It's the yeah. only way to eat a chili yeah, dog yeah. is to suck on it. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> make sure you tickle the taint, as oh Steve said. Oh, my God. All right, That's and, how you play the Hollywood game. And then uh, one last thing to mention, and this will be in Chicago. Uh, at Soldier Field. Uh, city Lights. The por- No. no uh, by the Bay. The Pork Rinds Corn Dog. 
Pork rinds, corn dog. Sipping on a chili dog. All right, so bacon, cheddar, sausage, dusted in crushed pork rinds, and topped with uh, Cholula hot sauce. Oh, uh, okay. yeah. Cholula, mm, yeah. And uh, sriracha aioli. Yeah, I like Cholula. That's a good hot sauce. Um, Is it? Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, Soldier Field was uh, going to go through another round of re- renovations. Yeah, they're talking about putting a dome in there. Yeah, I just read that yesterday. I didn't. I just saw the headline. I didn't read the article. They, they, they did a really good job a few years ago because they they basically kept the infrastructure of what the building was initially. It's one of the oldest NFL stadiums, um, and then made it modern, made it really nice. I think they played it. Uh, the Bears played at University of Illinois, or something like that, for should, for a few seasons. But should we? Should the link? Get dome. Every stadium in the whole entire universe should have a dome. Uh, we have the dome technology now. Right. Uh, I mean, I, listen, especially I, here. Yeah. The I, I um, the last rainy game I remember was the Eagles Colts two seasons ago. Yeah. I mean, it, it rained the entire. Yeah, it sucks. Game. Yeah. From the time it's the the, the <laughs> kickoff. To, I mean, it did not stop the entire time. It's, Is there any sort of purest thing against it? Because it doesn't make to yes. me. Yeah, I think there is. I don't, you think I don't care either. Yeah, I, I, but no, what I'm saying, I'm just there, asking. If there it's, are probably yeah. now. It may not be the powers that be, but I think Mm-mm. that there are people that are like we're out here, we're right. in the rain, we're supporting the team, or but you know what I mean, mm-hmm. right? There's real football. Yeah, I guess what of the seventy. I don't know. Teletubby. Of the seventy-eight thousand people in that stadium, I'm sure. Waffles. Yeah, I, I'm sure the people that wished. That it was dry inside. Right. Yeah. That's what I tend to think because it's, at this point, I and I get the the, the the classic archival footage of you know playing in snow, and all, but but I mean just on a fan. Uh, you, I'm sure the players would rather it yeah. be dry. That's how they practice. Also, you know the I mean? likelihood of injuring yourself yeah. on a uh, on a weather beaten field mm-hmm. yeah. increases exponentially. Put a dome on that bit. Ah! Damn it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, I have something else to mention in uh, the city beat, by the way. So, actually, several things if we have time to get to them. Uh, and this does have to do with the Eagles. A former Eagle, cornerback uh, Namdi Asamwa. 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 Hey, you did good. How about uh, Thandy Newton? Hit the showers. Kid. All right, Thandy Newton, former Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, Thandy Newton. <laughs> I like that better. Yeah, it works. Uh, continues uh, to make strides in his post-football acting career, landing a role in the upcoming Netflix drama The Good Nurse. Uh, Wait, he's with Kerry Washington, is he not? Yeah. Okay. So on Wednesday, Netflix released the first trailer for the movie about the true story of serial killer Charles Cullen. Going to be played by Eddie Redmayne. I mean, there's some heavy hitters in this. I like this. So, and you'll remember this story. Um, Cullen, a nurse, admitted to taking the lives of at least 40 patients at nine hospitals in New Jersey and Pennsylvania during a 16-year stretch from the late 1980s to the early 2000s. Like an angel of death scenario? Exactly. Uh, He would use IV fluid bags to administer lethal doses of unsuspecting drugs such as insulin, epinephrine, and uh, the heart medication uh, digoxin. Uh, And he would order the drug secretly and attempt to cover his actions up by tweaking electronic records. And for years, he bounced from hospital to hospital, getting fired repeatedly under suspicious circumstances. Mm. The administration authorities uh, failed to investigate thoroughly. So he worked with a nurse named uh, Amy Lawferin, I believe is how you pronounce it. And Jessica Chastain is going to be playing her. Which is great. And in the movie, uh, Asamwa 
plays Detective Danny, Dan- Newton. Danny Baldwin, oh. Danny. who works alongside partner Tim Braun, played by uh, Noah Emmerich. So that's very cool. Yeah. So it's this is very it's legit. Yeah. I mean, uh, the guy's reminiscent of Too Close for Comfort. Uh, the guy's a legit actor, and uh, he's he said in the 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 trailer he's actually has a line. He says he's been killing people without ever touching them. Wow. Um, okay, I'm on board. Asamoa, um signed a marquee $60 million free agent contract with the Eagles in 2011 in the offseason. He spent two years in Philadelphia, and uh, the rest of the team failed to meet expectations. It was at the end of uh, Andy Reid's tenure. Uh, he retired from the NFL in 2013, but since becoming an actor, he's had several notable roles on film and on stage. He played Carl King in the 2017 crime drama Crown Heights, earning nominations for several awards, and he also served as an executive producer on the award-winning war drama Beasts of No Nation, on Broadway, he starred in A Soldier's Play, a murderous mystery about the death of a sergeant in an all-black U.S. Army. Yes, uh, there was a movie. Um, and I think he briefly starred as Annie on Broadway, oh correct? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Um, so who's the best, I'm trying to think of other... Football that were actors? Or sports? Oh, Alex Karras, hands down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Webster? George from Webster. Yeah. yeah. No, I... And he was also in that other one. Uh, Webster, too? Oh, gosh, not, uh, didn't he play like a, was it Mongo? Oh, yes, yeah. he's in Blazing Saddles. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so there, yeah, you know who's a very handsome uh, actor, Casey's uh, Howie Long. <laughs> Howie Long has yeah, been in a number, yeah. but it, is there one that stands out, athlete, Who made that has real... gone into the world of acting, that had an actual uh, I mean, The Rock, uh, prof- but. The Rock, well, are you sort ta- of. Are you talking about a professional a professional athlete, athlete, not a collegiate athlete, right. somebody who went into professional sports I'm none, none and then segued into well, the world of acting. Right. He, Marissa wrote a note. He wasn't a good actor, but O.J. Simpson. Actually, oh, <laughs> I hate to say this, but O.J. was actually pretty good in the Naked Gun movies. Um, Steve, what? old Broadway Joe. Uh, Joe you remember Joe, uh, um, Joe Namath? Joe Namath uh, had a few leading acting roles in the late 1970s. He's in a movie with Anne Margaret called CC and Company, I think it was. It's a motorcycle movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I was trying to think who who really... Wasn't uh, Randall Tex Cobb, wasn't he in the NFL? He was, yeah. No, or... Was he in the NFL? I think so. I think he played for the Eagles. I think he was in the Bolshoi. Okay. No, he, uh, um, yeah, he might have. Uh, Matuzak, <laughs> they just showed he, him. Yes. Yeah. What was he in? I don't know. Who was Sloth? That was... Uh... That was... Yeah, that was him. John Matuzak. Matuzak. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, Sloth and the Goonies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he was, uh, obviously he could act. Rocky Road. Wait, is that his, <laughs> is that his voice? Too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's totally wrong. Rocky He's also in Caveman, Road. Preston. <gasps> oh, my God. Uh, he's Rachel. Uh, he's uh, 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 Barbara Box. Uh, yes, I'm trying to remember the guy's, but, the character's Matuk. name. <laughs> no, Atuk was, uh, that was uh, Ringo. Ringo, but um, uh, Atukalundalana. <laughs> And uh, oh man, what was his name? Yeah. Oh, that's cl- oh, that is. I love that movie. Steve and I, I love, love that, that movie. movie yeah. Caveman. It's such a goofball movie. Cam Neely's a pretty good actor. He played uh, Seabass and um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb yeah. and Dumber. Uh, I'm trying to think who really. Well, so Roger, we had a whole Roger list. Clemens. Who distinguished themselves as an actor? Well, Fred uh, Dreyer. Fred Dreyer was Hunter. Hunter uh, P.I. or whatever. Won uh, uh, won nine Emmys from that. Tonda was uh, the Tonda. name of uh, John Matuzak. <laughs> oh, anyway, okay. what? Do, do wrestlers count? They're already actors. No, we I, said professional. No. Well, no. Uh, I mean, legitimate, competing, John not made-up stories, sports. Oh, Bob Euchre. There you go. There you Top go. of the list. Yep. We have a list here. 
Okay. All right, anyhow, I have some other, I have oh, a list too. Okay. I do. It's yeah, stuff around here. This is a city beat, so get off my Knock ass. Knock it off. Yeah. Lick my ass. Yeah, lick, lick that ass. Yo! Somebody texted in yesterday why we started doing that. I don't know. Somebody called no. and said it one day. Uh, no, no, because Kathy had a text that she oh. wrote, oh. kick my ass. Kick oh. my ass. Oh. And came out as lick my ass. Remember we talked about that? Yes, yeah, I do remember. I sent it to somebody who was like an acquaintance, right. not like a friend. It was when I had COVID and I was saying COVID kicked my ass right. and it auto-corrected to licked. Licked my ass. <laughs> yes. Now I get, I love Boy, it. I really got rimmed by COVID. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. It was actually enjoyable. I got fisted <laughs> hard. It rimmed yeah. me out. It's sore throat. Fisted me. All right. So this is really cool. Uh, and... Uh, it's it's one of those things that that is a, a a full on national championship, but it doesn't get the press that it should. Uh, Philadelphia has clinched one of the pool, meaning like billiards pool, uh, world's biggest honors. A group of Port Richmond barroom shooters have uh, they're called uh, Team Lep Life, representing the Crazy Leprechaun Bar and Grill has won the American Pool Players Association World Nine Ball Championship that was held in Vegas a few weeks ago. Wow. Is this Buckscope? Uh no, Port Richmond's Philadelphia. Oh, Are you going to award points? Yeah. You know what? There were there there was a uh, a Buckscope winner a few years ago apparently. There's a Delco winner a few years ago as well. The kid I grew up with, this kid named Cor- well, I can't call him a kid anymore. He's a full-on adult, but uh, his, his name, name is Kid Adult. No, his name's Corey <laughs> Corey Duel and um uh, he grew up a street away from me, and you know we used to hang out and play all the time. And I remember I saw him. There was a there's a Drexel line billiards. I remember seeing him play there when we were in high school, and he was really good. And then next thing I know, I turn on ESPN, and he's competing on like the billiards championship. Uh, so this is the first time that a Philly team uh, took a first place title in what Guinness World Records has recognized as the world's largest pool tournament. This is uh, awesome. I bizarrely f- will find myself watching. Billiards. Oh, it's on amazing! TV, yeah, it's amazing to see what some of those people can do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, the championships uh, began in 1981. They become international with eight and nine ball competitors. Uh, the region, however, has not totally gone without bragging rights, and this is why I asked about Bucksco because I had seen this ahead. A 95 Levittown team uh, became oh, the APA's world nine ball champs, uh, while the team from Ridley Park. There you go, Casey. Uh, earned the top honor for eight ball in nineteen ninety one. Wait, you didn't grow up in Ridley Park? What was... No, I grew up in Rutledge. Oh, Rutledge. Oh, okay, yeah, but I was Ridley gonna, Park was a couple towns over. Well, because I grew up in Levittown, so I was going to say it was directly yeah. the no. towns, but it's not. No, but uh, this year Phillies uh, Lep Lifers outshone the five hundred and fifty nine other nine ball teams that made it into the amateur championship with contestants coming in from every state but North Dakota as well as uh, from Canada and Japan. And over the course of the year, nearly 30,000 teams competed locally and regionally trying to qualify for the big contest, and these guys won it. It looks like one of their players, uh, the one in the forefront, is a, uh, she kind of looks a like Megan Markleish. Uh, seven men and one woman whose day jobs range from uh, the bar that they play for, uh, a nursing home, a towing company, uh, the airport, IT, and real estate. Wow! Make up the team, and they won the whole damn thing. That's awesome. That's that's fantastic. So congratulations uh, yeah. to those guys, because uh, that is that's really really tough to do. Like they had to. I was reading the the, the full on story. It goes on. They they slowly realized, you know, through the course of the season, that they're like, wait, hey, we're we're pretty good. Yeah, uh, we're we're winning. 
and uh, they just kept on rocking, and they took the whole damn thing. Just so, a ragtag team. So congratulations to uh, Team Lep Life uh, and the crazy leprechaun mm-hmm. bar and grill. How's Excellent. your, how's your pool game? It's okay. It's okay. It's pretty decent. I, I, can, I can play. I had gotten into it for a little while uh, in my early 20s. I had my own cue and everything like that. But the thing is, about pool, it's the same thing with um, with darts and golf. Like when you're drinking, there is, there's a, like, it's usually between beers three and four where you really dial in. Do oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, same with bowling. Yeah. Yeah, bowling would be the same thing. I'd, at some point, I'd really be nailing it. Uh-huh. One beer later. You're like, oh, man, I lost it. I lost it. Did you play, Kathy? Uh, I you know what no I, I I you know for fun I would yeah. play a friend of mine had one in her house no but what I was gonna say is that uh, I have a cousin who um, would play you know casually just when she was out with friends and then started to get really good and then people would bet her and then she ended up on a team and traveling the country to playing wow she was really good I used to play uh, there was a bar I would do regular appearances at and they had great pool tables there so there was a guy that was there every week and he was really good. And he would play me one-handed. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would Oosh. kick my ass. Uh, which he licked kind of, your ass, huh? For some reason, he licked my he ass. He licked his but ass. It, but it, it would help him uh, in his playing, playing one-handed in okay. some extent. So he, he wasn't doing it to show off. He was yeah. just kind of, like, he could jump the ball one-handed and everything. It was wow. crazy, yeah. Who but he the... did teach me how to jump properly and stuff like that. Yeah. The cool. woman who played, is the Black Widow? The Black yeah. Widow, yeah. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, she was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She was a champion, I guess, for a while. All right, one last story. I think I have time for one. More, maybe two. We'll see. Uh, a guy named Ben Gravy. Uh, his Instagram bio describes him as a semi-pro novelty wave surfer, and he's been vlogging his surf adventures since 2015. And he, in one day, uh, had managed to surf every catch a wave in every single beach town in New Jersey. Whoa. Wow! Every single one of them. He went from the very bottom. Of New Jersey and Cape May, all the way up to Sandy Hook in the Highlands. It's really funny. And calculated that 14 hours and 21 minutes of daylight gave him and his crew about 20 minutes per beach town. And I have the list here. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so it's a lot. I'm I'm looking. It looks like he missed one. Uh, Okay, go ahead. Uh, He missed the second one. Uh, You can't go from Cape May. Diamond Beach. He missed Diamond Beach. He went from uh, Cape May, Wildwood Crest, Wildwood, North Wildwood, Stone Harbor. But Diamond Beach isn't its own city. Uh, well, it's lower township, and so it's it's not Wildwood Crest. It is its own town, but it's not its own city. He went to every, well, every beach town. It's well, not. Then, a, I don't think it's a town. I don't think it's considered a town. Well, then what is it? It's, it's going to no, break this see. guy's heart to know that it was all for nothing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Cape May, Wildwood, Wildwood, uh, Cape May, Wildwood Crest, Wildwood North, Wildwood Stone Harbor, Avalon, Sea Isle, Strathmere, Ocean City, Longport, Margate, Ventnor, uh, Atlantic City, Brigantine. Long Beach Township, Beach Haven. He hit. He got waves in every one of these wow. towns. Wow. Ship Bottom, uh, Harvey Cedars, Surf City, Barnegat Light, Island Beach State Park, Seaside Park, Seaside Heights, Ortley Beach, uh, Lavalette, uh, Metalocking, Bayhead, Point Pleasant, uh, Maniscon, is that how you say it? Or Maniscon. Uh, Seagrit, Spring Lake, Belmar, Avon, Avon by the Sea. It's supposed to be Avalon by the Sea? Or is no, it Avon? No. It is Avon by the Sea. Bradley Beach, Ocean Grove, Asbury Park, Lock Arbor, Allenhurst, Deal, Long Branch, Jesus. Monmouth Beach, Seabright, and Sandy Hook. Oh, so my God. <laughs> what are the odds, just by the nature of the way some of these beaches are, you may have good wave action in one area right. and hardly anything in another. I, I assume I he had he... to follow... 
weather patterns and things like that. Yeah, but he probably wasn't getting great waves in each town. Right, right. right. As long as he got a catchable wave. Yeah. Um, So Diamond Beach is an unincorporated community and consensus-designated place located within Lower Township. So technically, I think he's okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, His friend uh, Makai, or Maki, I'm not (laughs) sure. Uh, dropped fun facts about each location, like stop number six. It said, did you know that Avalon's slogan is cooler by a, m- a mile? Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know why? Uh, I don't know. I Is it because it's a mile longer than the other? Town? It is positioned one mile further out in the Atlantic okay. than any other barrier island in New Jersey. Ah. So little fun facts like that. That is a fun fact. We're watching way. his excursion here, and he, he seems to be... Catching a number. Uh, a lot of these are not in New these Jersey. Are not yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, the, the second I saw this, I'm like, no, no, no. no, yeah. no, no. There's a, a volcano in the background. Yeah, yeah. You got 20 footers so. uh, in, uh, in Jersey. But. So so Jackson surfs Jersey a lot, right? Yeah, yeah he goes yeah. to Atlantic City a lot. It's kind oh. of the, the uh, quickest and easiest way for him to go. All right. Uh, I know he was going to LBI for a while, too, right? Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, we have a uh, surf beach in Wildwood Crest. How is this? It, yeah, it's fine. It's, you can yeah. surf it, and there's people out there. They have lessons every day, and there's people uh-huh. out there surfing every day. And I haven't done it yet. We we got a surfboard, um, and I have surfed before, but I haven't gotten out into. Uh, have you taken a lesson? No, I don't need to. Okay, I mean, I, I know the basics of of how to you know, right. get up on the board, but yeah, like I've, I've taken lessons before. Yes, <laughs> okay. but, but not uh, here. And Jace has too. No, no, I said you sound like Jace. I don't. I don't need lessons. I, I already know lessons. how to do that. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, congratulations, this guy Ben Gravy. Wow, is his name. Gravy's a great name. It is too. a great where, name. Did it say where he's from? You know what it doesn't, Kev. What the I'm, hell? I'm not sure. What the hell? Mm, no, no, no. All right, and then uh, one last story. Do I have time for one last one? Yes, you do. All right, is it? Um, Philadelphia's flagship Barnes & Noble location, 1805 Walnut Street, uh, is moving to a new smaller location on Chestnut Street. I saw this. It's sort of like the last really thriving, if you want to call it that, uh, Barnes & Noble in the country because of its location. It's it's been a holdout. So many uh, Barnes & Nobles and, uh, like, borders closed years ago. Um, But uh, this one has done well simply because it's right across the street from Rittenhouse Square. Uh, so I, it, love, I love bookstores. Yeah, same. I, I, I do too. And they've gone the way of the Dodo in a lot of respects, yeah. Stephen. So, but this one was a holdout until this story came up, Preston. Uh, st- a deal has been signed with the owners of 1708 Chestnut, which is the former home of Forever 21. Ooh, wow. that's where I get all my clothes. I know. Yeah. Uh, the bookstore's new location is owned by the Rubin family, which helped establish modern center city. Uh, listed at 19,000 square feet of retail space, the Chestnut Street location is smaller than the current 24,000 square feet on Walnut. Both locations offer two floors of retail. However, the condominiums, uh, it has condominiums above. Uh, Barnes & Noble's move can be seen as part of a larger retail reshuffling at this stage of the pandemic. Walk-in business plunged during the early months of the outbreak, obviously. So uh, they got to shrink it down a little bit. But, um, you know, they're still doing business. Uh, there's, there's a place. There, um, I believe that there um, It looks as if there is a bookstore, a new bookstore moving into Chestnut Hill. Okay. Which would be nice. I love those little boutique bookstores as well. Yeah. But uh, you, you need that. You need to have that. 
vibe. I had a job at Barnes & Noble for a stretch, and uh, I thought that the job would be uh, you go in and you read books. <laughs> and uh, it turns out it's not that. Uh, you have to, like, dust all day, and you're always putting books back. It's, uh, well, I'm it's a beat hard... Dalton man, you know. Yes, I, I do, spent yes. many years beat Dalton, and, and uh, I thought that I would be doing something similar. Turns out I put security tags in every book that came out. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, Steve, because you were a Dunkin' man. I was a McDonald's yeah. man. You were B. Dalton. I was Barnes & Noble. We were born to be at this station at this time. <laughs> right. So let me ask you guys, since you have worked in an environment like that, when you are out shopping yourself and you have an item and you're going to buy it and then you decide last minute that you're not going to buy it and you are now far away from huh. where you picked it up. <laughs> back on the shelf. You, you put it back exactly you where you got absolutely it. Do. It's, it's like putting the shop, shopping cart back. you got to yeah. take it back to where it needs to go. I think I saw a, uh, it might have been on Twitter or Instagram, but it's a, a, a picture of grocery store employees take pictures of items that were put back in the wrong place. Okay. And it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, like like a full-on T-bone steak <laughs> where the chewing gum is. Right, yeah. You know, it's it's insane oh, what people will do and where they will put things. Well, Just walk it back over to where you got it from and put it there. We had an interesting phenomenon because there was a full magazine rack at Beat Alton's and, and they also, they'd sell Playboy and, yeah. and Penthouse. And so what would happen was you'd have World News and Report and in the middle of it would be a Hustler, right? right. Open up the, yeah. yeah, people would be reading the dirty. Thank bags. you, God. <laughs> dirty Thank magazine you. Yeah. All right, uh, we got to wrap it up, gang. That's it for the city beat. We'll do it again another time. Find some other things to share with you in and around our area. Uh, but we have to take a break because we got more of the A to Z and the bizarre file stories to get to as well. So we won't be gone long. Hang in there. Back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Podcasts? Oh, yeah. MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MM Archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'm going to fire off a couple of shards real quick yeah, before we get hey. to the uh, B file, if you don't mind. Uh, I got this one that says, hey, it's Nicole from Maui, Hawaii. Want to request a huge birthday shout out for my brother, Bobby. He turns 30 on September 8th. That's today. Uh, he was supposed to join me here for his birthday, birthday, but unfortunately, his flight was canceled due to the lack of pilots. <laughs> Super sad, bro. I miss him so much and just want to wish him the happiest birthday. Love you, bro, Montana. I'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. You all rock. MMR rocks. And that is from Nicole. So here you go. Bobby! Uh, here's another one that says, uh, sorry to bother you at work, but I wanted to give a shout-out to my fantastic school for their first day today. And I meant to read this yesterday, by the way. All right. So the second day. Uh, yes, we are lucky to begin after Labor Day. And the staff is so excited to welcome back our students for another great year at the Meadowbrook School we are a private school located in Jenkintown. Uh, thanks, President Stevie Rock. And that is from Mrs. Uh, Metregrano, who is a second grade teacher. And her first name is Nicole. So thank you, Nicole. We appreciate that. And one last one. Hey, it says, uh, hey, gang, what's the dill? Well, our dill is baby number three. We delivered on Thursday, September 8th. And uh, I'm sending this on the evening of the 7th. And I'd like to request a shout out for my wife, Allison uh, Diorio. We are prepping the zone defense, but we're prepping for zone defense, but um, privileged for the new addition. 
and we're just getting out of diapers, too. Uh, Ray John, thank you so much. And that is from Ken in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wow. So thank you, guys. And uh, congratulations to you. That's wonderful news. All right, let's do the Bizarre File now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. Book early with Horizon Services. Heating, cooling, and plumbing to refresh your heating system for just $79. And then lock in your AC tune-up in the spring for just $59. Book fast at horizonezbook.com. Well, a speeding woman is accused of driving under the influence of cocaine and alcohol when she crashed into another car, killing its driver who was under the influence of methamphetamine. Oh, my God. So you had two people jacked up, and they crashed into each other. Summer Butler faces charges of DUI resulting in death in connection with the fatal crash. Police reported a two-car crash, uh, and they said the car was making a U-turn in a center lane, causing the front of another car, which Butler was driving, to collide with it. The driver and the passenger in the first car were both ejected from the vehicle. Butler's car traveled about 150 feet before it stopped in some landscaping. All three people involved were taken to the hospital. There, police said Butler was, quote, acting erratic and had to be sedated by medical staff. 150 feet? She had to be booking. While a trauma paramedic was attending to Butler's injuries, a small baggie containing white substance fell out of the left side of her bra. Uh, please confirm the substance. That's where I keep my coke. Was cocaine. Nearly two weeks after the crash, blood test confirmed Butler had cocaine and cannabinoids in her system. The blood draw also found she had an alcohol level of .102, which is above the legal limit. The victim who died in the crash had a blood alcohol level more than three times above the legal limit. The person also had a substantial amount of methamphetamine in their system. What are the odds? Butler's car showed she was traveling about 70 miles an hour just uh, before the collision. Uh, The speed limit in that area is 40 miles per hour. All right, here's a story out of Florida. Having a lot of alligator stories lately. All right. This one is pretty intense. Uh, I mean, a lot of them are intense, but this guy, I can't believe he survived. So for the first time, we're hearing from the man who lost his arm in an alligator attack earlier this summer. Damn alligator bit my hand. Oh, my God. Uh, Eric Merda, who's uh, still adjusting to life with one arm, said that he spent three grueling days in the swamp. After a gator bit off his arm while he was swimming in Lake Manatee. There's about 90 different ways he should be dead. Uh, There have been at least half a dozen alligator attacks this season around the Tampa area. And Merida is one of those who lived to tell the story. He said, not the smartest decision a Florida boy could make. It's kind of dumb. Merida said on July 17th, he got lost in the woods at Lake Manatee Fishing Camp. When he finally found the lake, he decided to swim across rather than walk around. I can do this. He said, the gators uh, will leave me alone. I look over there. I look over. There's a gator on my right-hand side. So I went to swim, and she got my forearm. So I grabbed her like this. Stop it. She was trying to roll, but she snapped her head. So my arm went backwards like this completely, he said. Jeez. And he continued to fight for his life. The alligator dragged him underwater three times. He said, she already got my arm. So when we came up for the third time, she finally did her death roll, and it and took off with my arm. God. And that's uh, just where Merida's story begins. He says he swam back to where he started and began to walk, wander, and scream for help. He said, and I quote, bones poking out, muscles. If I try to move my fingers, you could see twitching. Holy Jesus Christ. He says he spent three days trying to find his way out of the swamp. Three days missing an arm. What they don't tell in the story is if he had a tourniquet or anything like that, because you would have to. How did you not bleed out? 
Uh, so he said, I felt like I was walking in circles. I didn't know. So I followed the sun and power lines, stuff I could see. Finally, on day number three, he stumbled on a fence and a man on the other side. He said, I said, a gator got my arm. And he said, holy smokes, man. Golly. Uh, the first thing Murda said was he wanted water. And then he How about an arm? On a stretcher headed for Sarasota Memorial Hospital where he says surgeons amputated the majority of his right arm. Murda says that he's adapting to a new normal with a new perspective and wants to warn others to be more cautious around Florida waters. He said, do not feed the gators. And you guys know who you are throwing rocks at them. Acting <laughs> stupid. I've seen it on the job site. <laughs> and he leaves them with these words. Leave them gators alone. He's right. Leave them gators alone. Yep. Just like Johnny said. All right. There is a terrifying video. It shows a woman blindfolded, blood dripping from her mouth. Standing behind her, a man holds a knife to his captive's throat. And she says, Mommy, they've kidnapped me. Mommy, and I don't know why. Uh, she's sobbing in this frame and says, You can't say anything to the police. If you do, they'll kill me. But the supposed victim's life was never actually in danger. Authorities say, in fact, she faked the whole thing. And it gets even more intense. Oh, boy. The 30-year-old woman and four others were arrested on the Spanish island of uh, Tenerife uh, over an alleged plot to extort a ransom payment out of the arrested woman's mother. The surreal plot involved using fake blood to bolster the con's realism, with the victim telling her mother in the video that her captors had beaten her. She added in the clip that she'd been deprived of food and wouldn't be released until the gang that kidnapped her received a $50,000 ransom. Now, when her worried mother received the clip, the concerned parent duly withdrew cash to pay the ransom. And, and incredibly, investigators would later discover that the mother had already made similar payments, totaling $45,000 on three previous occasions when she'd received menacing letters threatening the life of her daughter. Her daughter, this is the fourth time that she had pulled this scam right. on her mom. It's like the Taken movie series. At a certain point, knock it off. Local authorities centered their investigation of the partner of the real victim's daughter and again un uncovered that his family was involved in the kidnapping plot. Although the case was initially treated as a real kidnapping, officers quickly found that the supposed victim was fine oh, and free to come and go as she liked. Don't want to brag, but my daughter's very kidnappable. Uh, when authorities arrested the group over the alleged scheme, the woman in the clip and her accused co-conspirators were living it up at a slot machine <laughs> casino. It's, I mean, honestly. Ugh. Civil Guard investigators also found the fake blood and the knife used in the video. They now face charges including extortion and other offenses with an extortion charge alone carrying a sentence between one and five years imprisonment in Spain. Scamming her mom. Yes. Over but also like that. that many times. All right, and then one last story. Firefighters in the, Q in the UK recently happened upon a cow in a sticky situation and had somehow gotten its head wedged inside of a tree. This could have been an utter catastrophe. It could have been. Oh, my God. And I actually saw that one coming this time. And I didn't. Uh, the moment occurred Wednesday in the U.K. village of uh, Chilbolton in Hampshire. Just Chilbolton. Uh, fire and rescue services were called out to the scene to discover that the cow had stuck its head completely through a fork in the tree in the tree and one was unable to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very funny. Now, get me out of here. Uh, it's unclear how no. or when the cow first got <laughs> stuck. The firefighters worked with an animal rescue advisor to begin cutting around the tree, slowly removing portions of the willow. They wrapped a belt of dynamite around its midsection. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be You'll be fine. Get you out there in a second. Uh, just sit tight. I'm going to count to three. Hey, special You're going to feel a pinch. A special... 
<laughs> a specialized rescue vehicle was reportedly also brought in to assist. Eventually, the animal was able to free itself and was apparently no worse for the wear. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for I don't you. know if anyone has ever actually made a belt of dynamite, but I... That would be the perfect use. It would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> to free cattle from yeah. uh, trees. All right. As we take a break, I'm going to give away another couple of these. I'm going to take callers 15 and 16 and give you Minions, the Rise of Gru on digital. Uh, 215-263-WMMR is an immersive number one animated movie of the year. Two all-new mini-movies, outtakes, and more. Own it on digital and Blu-ray now. Callers 15 and 16. We will set you up with that. We'll be back more of the back to school A to Z, my friend. What's next? We'll find out. We're in the R's. What's new? Why do you ask? The Killers. Muse. Starcrawler. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I would like to take a moment to talk about sex. Oh. This is a sex type thing from the Stone Temple Pilots. We had a, we, did we not have the, what was it, the surrogate? What was the, there was a character. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh my God, I don't remember. The sex surrogate maybe. Might have been the sex surrogate. Might have been it. Sorry. Uh, but there is a, you know what, and I got this, um. I got an email that I glanced at. Marissa, can you do me a favor? On my desk, uh, uh, to, by the printer, there's some emails sitting there. I think it's amongst that stack of uh, a woman who um, eventually, she, it's essentially she wanted us to try and, or wanted me, because she sent it just to me, <laughs> to try and help her. Uh, get the fire back in her relationship with someone. I think someone. I'm frigid and I think you could help. And I, I was, uh, maybe this is. She wanted bad. you to put her in touch with someone or wanted you to be her surrogate? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Um, hang on a second. Uh, I am oh, feeling yeah. good, and I hope you are, too. She goes, I was wondering if there was any advice or input on how to rekindle our love. Uh-huh. Uh, when we have our good days, we love each other uh, very deeply, but on our days of stress, etc., he seems to distance himself. And I miss the love we shared and just want to be back to the way it was again. So if you could kindly do a shout-out to this hero of ours and let him know I deeply love him, um, I, it would be wonderful. Now, I, and I will do that. I, I just, I'm not qualified yeah. uh, to, you know, like, respond to you and give you advice on what no. I think will spice things I mean, you, back can, up. you can write prescriptions, but you can't do... I, that I'll do. This kind of stuff is a little beyond. So we'll uh, unofficially talk about it on the radio and yeah. give you poor advice. Well, I know. <laughs> I, I have expert information oh, here right, okay. that will help. Of ways to spice up your sex life, which I'm going to get to in a moment, but I just thought of it, uh, of this email. Perhaps if she and her partner were to do full activity. I don't think I yeah. want to say, no. you know, no, his, it, she's asking me to, to, to give him a shout it. out. No. Yeah, but he's not. He's going to kill her after But that. how about I give the first names? Is that okay? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, sure. And everybody with those first names all over the Delaware Valley. All right, so give the full name <laughs> and the address. Well, it's Lauren, and she's talking about Michael, okay? All so right. those are pretty... You know, yeah. generic, generic names. It'll cause enough issues. But yeah, I, I, Lauren, I apologize. I really am not going to respond to you going, here's what I think you should do. I'm not a therapist. I'm not, no. you know, I, I'm not qualified. Um, but anyhow, I, I, I have You're the stream of consciousness. Now. I have this email. In fact, I've been sitting on it for about a month. She sent it back in, in early August. Well, and I didn't know how to respond to you it. You feel bad for people and you're, you're trying to help, but there's only so much you can do. 
Yeah, do I give a shard for that? Or? It would be irresponsible <laughs> for me yeah. to to do that. So no, but anyhow, that's like when you uh, started flying commercial airliners. <laughs> yeah, you were never training them. Yeah, I was never officially right. trained. I mean, you've but seen I play a lot of video yeah. games. Yeah. So, I. But anyway, um, there is an article, and it's from uh, Sexpert uh, Kate Taylor. Uh, and she states that actually it is normal to experience a drop in libido during the summer holidays. Uh, that okay. sex lessens up in the summer. So we talking about holidays in just when you're actually on European holiday vacations, vacation, just right. vacations and and the summertime in general when the living is easy. So she shares her top her thirty top tips to reignite passion between the sheets. All right, uh, all right, all right. I'm always interested in these. I, I have always been interested. You're mentioning the summer the sex part. Uh, the the month the month or time of uh, a particular month where the most people are born, because you know, in like like with animal species and stuff right. like that, there's, there's, there's a season. A, there's a season yeah. for for a lot of different animals. We are animals, and I want. I was wondering if there was a particular. You're an animal. <laughs> I'm an animal. In the <laughs> animal. If there's a particular time when humans are hornier than other times, so lack of. Uh, yeah. Of better terms, man. If the animals can find the strength, why can't we? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's August. Really, August, August is the most uh, overall the most popular month for birthdays, which makes sense considering a late late August birthday means December conception. Okay, so so then it would be December, and so this right. Uh, okay, is, so, speaks to what you're talking about, where cold weather. When Jesus was born. Well, cold, there you go. cold weather. There's romantic fires, holiday parties, and uh, the right equation for doing it. So okay. I'm June. Uh, it stands to reason when you, um, you know, people are cocooning a little bit more, and uh, there you go. But who knows? Um, so, yes. Yeah, so anyhow, here are some tips. All right, and we'll start with this one. Just the tip. You can tell that this comes out of the the UK because it says you, first you need to snog for thirty minutes for snog. three minutes. Okay, snogging. That's uh, uh, blowing your nose. Begin your. <laughs> no, that's when you put a, your finger on one nostril and blow it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's snogging. Not, <laughs> it's not, not rockets are disgusting. Oh, I hate them. God, uh, oh my Sometimes they're necessary. I get it. I, not I, in public. Man, are they gross. I know they're gross. <laughs> I did one not that long ago. I had to, though. Was yeah. it into an open coffin at a wake? Oh, no. my God. It was an old pool. <laughs> um, I, we're not... I, we're not I, Talking We're not about talking about rockets. Why did you even bring it up, Kathy? <laughs> what the hell? Begin, begin your sex timber by snogging your partner for three minutes to dissolve relationship tension and boost your bonding hormones. It's just making out, making right? Out. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And and it says gently bite their bottom lip and suck their top lip. Ooh, that's right. disgusting. Can you do that at the same time or you have to do that separately? Uh, <laughs> so just put your mouth over their mouth entirely? Yeah. Just chew? Hang on, give me your lips, press. Let me see if I can do that. Um, no. Kiss me like you've never kissed me. Dude, in top secret. Top secret. I love that. And he or, puts uh, his mouth shots. on her nose. Yeah, yeah, hot, hot, hot shots. It is hot shots. Hot shots, yeah. And puts his mouth over her, her nose. nose. <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, but no, she says to gently bite their bottom lip and suck their top lip. Well, thanks. Is she uh, saying it this way or because it's the UK, she's saying it with a cockney accent? Here's what you do. Hit the bottom, the bottom lip and suck the top lip. What the hell lip? Oh, you snog, you snog them good. Kathy, the, the kind of... Boot it, bonnet. Tongue and lip play like that is kind of gross to you, I guess. Well, no, just like, thank <laughs> what you really... This is your tip. Thank you. What's well, one of them? All right, so uh, the next one says interior design. Ooh, so... Uh, Wait, what? All right, now I'm in. I figure. <laughs> Sexify your bedroom by adding... Candles, extra pillows, and silky satin sheets will make it sick. (laughs) I'm sliding all over the place. It's like I'm skiing. 
I hate candles. I don't burn them in my house. Oh, yeah. It's too smoky in here. I can't see you. What about silky satin sheets? Uh, silky satin no, sheets. I don't like silk sounds, sheets. No, me neither. Those no. suck. It sounds hot. Do you, you know... You slide so like too much. Uh, they they are they are hot too, right? They are hot. Yeah. I think, Kath. Uh, real quick. All right. So you don't like the smell of candles, which I totally get and understand. But what about the ambient the shape? What about the ambient feel? <laughs> like, could you get yourself like one of those LED type of things that l- that yeah, lights right, right. like a candle? We, we, we have I a guess. few. Uh, we have a few faux uh, I like candles. candles. Yeah, and, and, great. And they yeah. look very good. Yeah. That's what yeah. I use during the holidays, like in my uh, jack o' lanterns. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Especially with cats in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of interior design, has anybody watched the show How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix? No. no. All right. So, uh, oh, Stranger Things. It's an actual show. It's not uh, has nothing to do with Stranger Things. Okay. Uh, well, same network, I guess. <laughs> Netflix. Um, but but this lady comes over. She's she, her her reputation is as an interior designer, right? And um, but then she started like finding her niche as a sex room designer. So it's a fascinating glimpse into. Those types of lifestyles, and, and people like want to get into flogging and whipping. She'll help build okay. these types the of devices. Oh. Yes. Yeah, but it's actually right. like a pretty sexy show. So if you're into that kind of thing, check it out. This last part of the interior design, Kathy, this speaks directly to you. Okay. It says declutter and clean. Okay. Then add a saucy <laughs> suggestion box where you can both add sexy ideas to try out. <laughs> So you had me at clean, but uh, you lost me at saucy box. Sensual sexiness. Would it would it make you hot if Dennis were naked and cleaning up, and you yeah. just sat oh, there and watched with no. a French maid outfit no. with yourself, no. but no. dusting? Oh God, Ew, stop it! Look at this. <laughs> I'm talking about like you know uh, Scrabble or something like yeah, that. yeah or like like a deep Stop. disinfecting of the room. Stop it! All right, rubber gloves. Uh, this uh, uh, next tip says: ditch the routine, have normal sex at an unusual time. Ooh, oh. just shifting to an early morning uh, lie on during the Bronze Age or afternoon delight can get you out of your rut and make standard sex feel fresh. Ooh, hey, I just got done taking a dump. <laughs> If you're not used to doing it, then no. maybe you Whoever does it right after doing that, right? All right, next one is public seduction. Okay. Have, uh, spicy pillow talk in public places. Okay. Discuss your filthiest fantasies. Attention shoppers. <laughs> I want to violate my wife. Steven says while shopping together or grabbing coffee. Digitally. <laughs> Attention shoppers. I want to violate my wife digitally. We'll be doing that in aisle five. Right next to housewares. Yeah. How about instead of like your name and putting your name on an order, you put like what you want to do, and then they call that out. Oh, okay. For you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Uh, and but it what, says, what is the order going to be as you put in your order for uh, uh, a side of felching? All right. Uh, discuss your fe- your filthiest fantasies while shopping together or grabbing coffee, and see who can keep let who see who can keep their hands to themselves the longest. Mm. Uh, Sexy. The next one says, "Have a rocket salad." What? Uh, according to science, the humble rocket I've salad, had a Cobb salad, the rocket, the humble rocket salad lettuce leaf can supercharge men's testosterone and what? block environmental contaminants oh. that can dull our libidos. I don't know. Is what this an aphrodisiac? You know I, what it is? I don't know what rocket lettuce. It's is. arugula, which oh, is also known it's, as it's a, a vegetable. vegetable. Yes, okay. it is. It's I a, love in, arugula. In English, in British English, rocket ah. is arugula. That's why I'm boning all the time. I didn't know that. Okay, I do enjoy a good arugula. Yeah, arugula is excellent. Yeah, it's kind of peppery, a little yeah. different. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, this one, uh, she also says, uh, have shower sex. Eh. Nah. Nah. 
My shower never responds. Scrub up your routine by getting frisky in the bath or shower. Not only is bathroom bonking frantic, fun, no. and frisky. <laughs> it's painful. But sharing a tub means you're doing your bit for the drought. It's. I mean, it's a, it's a great place to get started, but not to actually do and finish I agree. the act. I agree. You, you, you owe it to be clean for your partner. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just, I, I guess, you know, when you're younger and you start, like, fantasizing and we're going to do this. On, on paper, it right. looks great. And, you know, Tom Segura has a really great bit about how he was obsessed with uh, with the number 69 yeah. as he was growing up. And then finally he had the opportunity to do it. And it just did not live up to all of the hype. And I agree. I, yeah. I agree. And the shower thing, too, the water, the bathtub even, the, the, the water goes against the natural yeah. lubricant. Lube. Yes. yes. And it makes things painful. Agreed. All right, uh, this says Fantasy League. Swap fantasies. Tell each other your hottest role play scenario or fantasy you'd love to come true. You'll bring them to life for each other in week four. So start gathering uh, any costumes I'll be Balky and you be Cousin Larry. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Hey, Cousin Larry showed up, showed up on a She-Hulk. Yes, he is a She-Hulk. Oh, really? She-Hulk's dad. Yeah. i got to watch that. Yeah. I have to watch that. Hang on a second. Uh, David wants to answer your question, Casey. Hi, David. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? I actually do take a massive dump before having sex with my wife. Okay. Okay. You, okay. you make you, it sound so hot. Yeah. yeah. Do you Ooh. clean up? Yeah. Do you How clean yourself? Possibly turn you away. Oh, of course, I clean myself. <laughs> but you kind of lighten the load before you get started, huh? Yeah. Egg, exactly, because you're not going to be distracted by your stomach ache. You know? Yeah. You okay. All right. There's a practical There's reason. So for much it. poop in me. Hey. <laughs> oh, my God. I got you. Trying to get horny, but I have all this poop inside of me. <laughs> I'm with you, David. I understand. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Oh, I can feel the poop. Can't stop thinking about all this poop. Can't even the music, the saxophone, sexy, but I keep thinking about the poop that's inside of me. <laughs> See, he eliminates that. Oh, okay. Uh, this says, make a lust list. A lust list? Draw up a list together of the kinkiest activities you can imagine, and then uh, then each say whether each one is a yes or no or a maybe in trying them out. <laughs> By the way, these are ways to uh, rekindle. From this uh, UK sex advisor, in right? In the bedroom, yeah, from a sex expert. Yeah. Right. Uh, this says, watch TV naked. No. Because <laughs> then they can see you. <laughs> uh, throw a blanket on the sofa, then snuggle up to watch a film together. Snug on the yeah. Uh, the skin to skin contact will boost your oxytocin, which is the bonding hormone, and increase uh, feelings of arousal. I kind of like that idea. Have you done it? Um, no. Is that I mean, how you watch Tiger King? We got kids, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You never know when somebody's going to be walking. Kids in the door. don't look back, so we don't <laughs> do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever look back. I want to say we have done that before, yeah. and it's kind of fun. Mm. Come here. I'm going to try that out. <laughs> uh, double trouble is the next. Uh, I'm okay. more people into the bedroom. Crazy. Exactly. No, double the fun by fitting in two sexy episodes of full sex or climactic foreplay. Mm. Discover how many hours in the day See you how have badly you chafe. for sex when you prioritize it. There was a time uh, we went on vacation. Uh, we were at uh, St. John, yeah. in the, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and that was probably the most 
we we were go- we ever went at it. Right. How many days were you there, and how many? Uh, we were. Episodes? It was quick. It was only like a three day trip, and we were doing we d- at least three times a day. Yeah, what? yeah. We, I think we might have gone for one day. I mean, like we were going crazy. Wow. Yeah. In fact, Rochelle's nickname was uh, <laughs> was uh, what do we call her? Montana. Because we we're going to try and do it forty nine times before we left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, oh, 49ers. I got yeah, forty nine. Gotcha. I was like, are they the 49th state? No, Joe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> no, I thought this was a geography Alaska? pun. No. What's it was no, a Joe Montana? Uh, highest altitude. Um, you guys you know, never left the resort. You didn't even see any of the island. We did. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. We didn't go anywhere. We stayed right there. Doing it the whole time. At, uh, what was that called? Um, Gallows. Gallows. Yeah. The Gallows. Gallows Resort. Awesome place. All right. Buy new underwear. Hmm. Lackluster underwear makes you lack lust. Spice up your smalls by buying a few new pieces for you and him. What do you buy? Model them tonight with a strip tee. Hey, I got some new underwear. Please <laughs> check me out. Check out my my sack. Look at this. Look at my new underwear. Doing a strip tease for Fruit of the Loom. Uh, all right, it says uh, cinnamon buns. Oh, I do like cinnamon buns. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are getting turned on. Warm. I like waffles too. Warm, <laughs> spicy cinnamon is a powerful aphrodisiac. Oh, cinnamon is fantastic, yeah. but, but it's it an aphrodisiac. Uh, wake up your partner with cinnamon coffee. Need mm, some cinnamon coffee and a hot cinnamon roll. Need you some cinnamon coffee <laughs> and some cinnamon rolls. Now clean up the goddamn bedroom. <laughs> I get it. You know what happens after the cinnamon coffee and the cinnamon rolls is you got to poop. Yeah, take it off. You got plenty of I shouldn't have done that. Now I'm full of poop. (laughs) Can't get horny. I'm full of poop. (laughs) I went to Barry's Buns uh, over the weekend. Brand muffin black coffee. I brought a whole tray of, of uh, sticky buns, cinnamon Berry's buns. Berry's buns? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wonderful. And mm-hmm. uh, the thing that came up, I forget how it came up with it, uh, was it Cinnabon itself that was offering what they call that that cinnamon-soaked nub in the middle? Mm. <laughs> the you middle know nub. Talking? I yeah. know what you're talking right. about. Yeah. The, the best nub. part of the Cinnabon. The, the little button. Cinnaboner. That nub right there. Yeah. We are getting more turn, turned on by, by the Cinnabon. Actually, we are. We've <laughs> spent a lot of time we on this. We all participated in the Cinnabon. You'll excuse me. I'm taking my waffles upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Steve kept talking about waffles. All right. This was uh, this was written in the perspective of uh, a pervert of advice for women. Oh. Oh, all right. Uh, because oh. the next one says pleasure him. Ooh. It's all about him today. Bring him to climax in his favorite way. It's all about you. And says and don't Rafferty Super. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, "Don't worry, you'll get your comeuppance." So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, After he wakes up, <laughs> this, this is another uh, in the morning. Another tip to bring sex back to where it should be, because apparently summertime is a shed. bit of a doldrum. Uh, quickie time it says have sex in the fastest possible time. Okay, so you, you actually have a stopwatch. Cut straight to the good part and aim to finish in five minutes or less. <laughs> I don't even care if I have to poop now. I just want to get can't do this. I'm full of poop. <laughs> do it. The saber poop. Uh, all right. 
This says, uh, supplement your sex life. Noticed flagging libidos at home? Find out why. Check the side effects of any medication, and then try some natural remedies like uh, maca root powder or ginseng or ginkgo biloba. Uh, what about, uh, like, the, uh, wasn't it um, horny goat weed that did... Uh... Yes. I thought, yeah, the ginkgo was uh, supposed to be for... Memory. Memory, brain. Yeah. Mm. I remember that I'm around. Yeah. yeah, there was something called uh, horny goat weed that was supposed to be right. an aphrodisiac. It's another one of those... Things I think they're uh, okay. So, well, they don't so. really work. Is that re- or is it just because the word "horny" is in it? Because it could be a horned goat, right? Could I don't be. know. I don't uh, know what the origin of that is. What are you reading? Uh, this is a breakdown of the similar things to horny goat weed here: fairy wings, bishop's hat, Ep- baron wart. Really, Dizzy uh, Gillespie? That's yeah. it. All sounds like Ep- that. Epimedium, known as baron wart, horny goat weed. The hell was it for? It is, um, it's supposed to be a circuitously a, 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 an arouser. Uh, it's in China. Yeah, I don't know. But the, it's another one of those things that you oh. add to the list of, of aphrodisiacs. Cialis and all of these things, t- just they assist in blood flow. That's yes. what that's what Viagra does. They don't does. get you horny. No, they, they allow... They they allow the process to happen. Right. To take place. Right. So yes. the, the you actual... You still have to be turned on. The actual um, Spanish fly concept yeah. is... That, yeah. that's, there's nothing really there, right? No, no. It, it's really just getting people drunk. And in fact, uh, yeah, Spanish fly, look that up if you would, because I've heard that. Cosby was, did a bit Cosby about it, and look how well that turned out. Right, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know what that is, what Spanish fly is supposed to be. I think it's like a Mickey, you know? Yeah. Like from Rocky. No, I, no. I got this woman up in my apartment. <laughs> Rock, can you, I, I got this woman in here. It's been decades. Can you give me, what, are you, what did you do? How did you, how did you nail that woman, that bag of crap you hooked up with? You're better than that. First, you got to take a poop. The best thing to do first is take a big dump. <laughs> the last thing you want to do is you put on your David Sanborn and you're getting all horny is have the poop distract you. What are you talking about, Pope? <laughs> All right, anyway. Okay. Uh, this next tip says, you're in charge. He's your slave tonight. Ooh. And must do anything you need to bring you to an earth-moving... Repair the kitchen table. Climax. Whether that's passionate sex or just cleaning the oven. Ooh. So there Hot. you go. Um, Remember, these are tips to bring uh, back some fire into your sex life. Cozy sex, it says... Energy flagging. Try At the a, restaurant? Try a slow... No, not C-O-S-I. C-O-S-Y. At, try a slow, comfy position like sofa surfer. So, yes, uh, different furniture, tables, things like that. Always fun. Murphy bed. Is sofa surfer a sexual position? No, I think it's just I like doing a Marvel sofa. character, isn't <laughs> Marvel it? Marvel character, that's right. <laughs> the surfer surfer. That's sofa surfer. Uh, and it's Lawrence Fishburne, Mercury surfboard from Mars, fucking uh, sofa surfer. He lies back on the sofa. You sit on top of him at a ninety degree. Let me angle. see how many diseases I can put in you. Oh my god! This is no. This is this. This is called the sofa surfer. He yeah. lies. He lies back on the sofa. All right. You sit on top of him at a ninety degree angle. All right. Give him a protractor. Feet on the floor. All right. Wait, who's feet oh, on the floor? Oh, I see. Ah. Okay, so she's sitting sideways. Uh, you got it? Okay. He lies back on the sofa. You sit on top of him at a 90-degree angle. Oh, right? okay. Like feet on the floor. So, essentially, she's just, like, sitting up and... Oh, yeah. yeah standard. That works. Then they're done that. Yeehaw. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't think I've ever done that. That's a sideways. At a sideways thing. Yeah, it is 90 degrees. Do you want press sideways? Do you want to show She's her? She's just upright. No. Here. At a 90 degree angle. So, so it's like a Bolivian how parabola. Could you, how could you Casey. do it on the sofa? How could you have both feet? On, how could you have both feet on the floor? Casey and oh, Nick will show you. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Watch. Now he's oh, I thought- sit on top, both feet on the floor. There it is. <laughs> no, well, all right, hold on. No, all right, now get up. This is what I'm talking about. I'm not getting up yet. <laughs> Let him finish. Hold on. <laughs> no, wait, hold, go back. Hold on. Yeah. No, no, no. Nick, that was awesome. Nick, sit up. Nick, sit up. Which way? Like this? Yes. Yeah. Now, now, kind of go. Well, I guess that wouldn't be no. nice. Lying then. on your back. Right. Okay. Right. His back. Yeah. Do it again. Okay. But like look. you don't know your. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, then you both finish. Thumbs up like uh, like your Fonzie. <laughs> what else do we want to have? That's what I was talking about. I mean, about. we got him over there. Well, that's uh, sort of like a reverse cowgirl. Yeah. That's reverse cowgirl, yeah. On the couch. Yeah, this is 90 degrees. Reverse couch girl. I picked the wrong day to not wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> are you not wearing underwear? No, these are. What happened? They're like regular shorts. <laughs> and a lot of times shorts, does it have like a, a mesh inside? Yeah, but there's yeah. no undies. I'm so glad you guys did that. Hey, well, Kathy <laughs> wasn't getting it. I know. Right. When I go commando, I Thank use you. panty shields. Okay. I got to tell you, um, as the guy doing all the work, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that taxing on my... My, uh, on my legs and my knees, so yeah. Kathy. Okay, yeah. it's a total body workout, yeah. Kathy. You're almost doing squats, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so another thing you could do is massage, and uh, the expert says that how far this goes is up to you. Uh, warm some coconut oil and massage each other <laughs> for at least twenty minutes, gradually building up to a happy ending. All right. So I've tried that approach, and the, the problem with the massage is that it just relaxes her too much, and she just wants to. Go to <laughs> you bed don't want to do it. And I, yeah. I actually get pretty good. I've done it a few, a few times good, with yeah. with, uh, with Claire, and, and uh, it's, she's like, oh, "I'm so relaxed. I want to go to bed." There's also a masseuse that she deals with, who's okay. like always going to eclipse me, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, like does the whole thing. <laughs> All right, how about this? Uh, another thing you do, it says, uh, read all about it. Women are highly aroused by words and sounds. Mm. Listen together to free erotic short stories on uh, literotica.com. Schlong. Or read out. Oh, oh it's just words. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Just like, Balls. Balls. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, or read out your sexiest passages from books. Oh, it could do Call that. me Ishmael. <laughs> well, it's Moby, Moby Dick. Dick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Solo fun. Oh, so like a Star Wars. Yeah, just like that. Solo. Hot shot first. <laughs> Why are you sitting? <laughs> Why are you sitting on the couch that way? And meanwhile, uh, Salacious. Why? <laughs> Salacious Crumb is the cock sitting in the corner. Uh, no, solo fun. It says, uh, take. You know, Jabba was definitely a perv. Oh, yeah. Oh, this way, this way, in the bikini. Absolutely. It says, take an evening to enjoy what turns you on. Dig out your favorite toy or try a new position while you put the moves on yourself. Okay, that's nothing is more erotic than an evening with yourself. You can do this mutually or solo. (laughs) Solo. Why are you playing Bago? (laughs) It's my favorite toy, all right? (laughs) 
right, we gotta we gotta wrap this up here. Right. <laughs> but there's several other ones on here. Uh, it says uh, uh, mix up a cocktail that harnesses the aphrodisiac qualities of chili and pineapple. Well, do we determine the Spanish fly efficacy? Yeah, uh, no, yes, there is no efficacy. Okay, I thought uh, so. It's a odorless, colorless, fatty substance. From the terpenoid class, sounds great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting turned on already, Steve. It's actually secreted um, by many species of blister beetles. Yeah. Oh my oh, god! What the hell? Yeah, so that's like one and of the so main the, ingredients. The main perception was that it would be a bit of an aphrodisiac, and uh, there's no clinical evidence to support. Such I didn't evidence. think so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a couple other quick things. Uh, this says uh, blow hot and cold. Uh, Try temperature. Plate. Those are brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start with hot, and then this we'll is go hot. With cold. This yeah. is my younger son, cold. Use toys that have been. Chilled, you know what to do. Toys that have been chilled in the fridge, along with a warming, tingly oil. Uh, and then I'll just. Oil is so tingly. And I'll just do one more, and then we have the full list on PrestonSteve.com. Okay, I see it. Uh, it says Big Bang, and listen, it says end the month with agonizingly slow sex, like edging. I don't know. Enjoy. It says enjoy five minutes of snogging mm. and a minimum of 20 minutes foreplay. By increasing the action beforehand, you'll heighten your arousal and experience much more powerful finish. The ed- the edging thing is an interesting thing. Yeah, I know somebody who's into that. It's not me. Not, not me. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Explore. A little well, bit. Did you bring that up on air? <laughs> <laughs> I told you that in confidence. <laughs> not everything. It's just something. I need you to stop talking. My <laughs> <laughs> dad has got to go. <laughs> good time to stop <laughs> sure yeah, that's right all right anyhow as i said the full list of uh stuff to spice up your sex life because apparently uh the libido kind of takes a break in the summertime yeah, uh, you can go that. to preston and and we'll have the the full list up there for you all right let's take a break back to school a to z we are in the r's and at some point still we're playing that kind of surprising song that casey is looking forward to on this list we'll see will we get to it in the, yeah, in the show how many, okay. how many more songs before we get to that uh, it will be four more songs oh wow okay, oh, okay. The very very end of the show all right we're gonna take a break and we'll be back in a second stay with us Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. So uh, I think I'm going to dust this off from time to time. Uh, I have a list of surveys that I have uh, just stacked together and uh, reveal them. And listen, on the surface... If I were to just reveal one of these and say, hey, let's talk about this, it'd be pretty stupid. These, yeah. are, these are dumb surveys. But and sometimes. Very, and they're very random. But if you start to talk about a few of them, some things come from them. So, uh, just I've, balls. All right. So, <laughs> so let's dive into some of the surveys. And let's go. We will start with this one. Survey says... Uh, in a survey of 2,000 U.S. adults with pets, when it comes to spending money on pets, uh, 52% have a monthly budget for their pets. Uh, 45% think that dogs are more expensive than cats. 
and 45% have an insurance policy for their pets. Anybody have insurance policies for their uh, pets? So, yeah, it's very smart to do that, to have uh, to have insurance on your pets. Um, really? Uh, yeah, me- the medical insurance. There are a couple of um, uh, places. Uh, com- insurance companies will offer it. There's specific pet insurance companies they that have, offer it. They have, like, the pamphlets at the, yeah. um, the pet store when you go. They're always out. Right. So, we, what happens is, you well know, any pet owner knows... You start taking care of the medical needs of your animals, which you should do anyway. Uh, you can be dropping like human level costs. Oh yeah, to take care of them. Never thought about insurance, though. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. probably How pretty much? smart. Any idea? Yeah, what yeah. It costs? Uh, the premiums are. What the deductibles are? Uh, they're actually pretty good. I, yeah. I, there's a company called a Pet Plan, um, and I, I believe it's still in existence. Uh, but uh, also, your normal insurance provider probably provides. A um, a pet plan as well, you know, a pet insurance. Again, I'm. It's been a while since I've dealt with this, but the costs run high for a lot of the the medical care. You know, just for dental yeah. work for your animals. Yeah, for so real. It's, it's wise to do it, and it, it's good for the pet. Yeah, Steve, I just pulled up a list on uh, on Forbes.com, and so there's um, nationwide, like a regular yes, insurance company right. has it, and then there's one called Pets Best, yeah. Many Pets, um, Figo, Prudent Pet. So there's a whole bunch of options out there, and it's a smart thing to do. Okay. Uh, and what do you think, Steve, uh, dogs are more expensive than cats or vice versa? I would think that cats are more expensive because of, um, uh, the, litter the litter and the stuff you have to buy. They also so, live longer. Right. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say cats. Okay. Uh, but, but I mean, we've had, we've paid out a lot for, um, and also we do, obviously my wife has max fun and started a new thing called a uh, punky's pantry and, and <laughs> any of those things require, um, a decent investment, you know, and you, and you know how it is, Preston. You're a pet, an animal lover as well. Yeah. You, you look at the little faces and you go, yeah, let's, we yeah. got to do this, you yeah, know. whatever you can. Yeah. All right, so I'm looking more into the pet insurance, and it varies based on the breed of dog that you have. Yeah. Uh, and obviously for a cat as well. If, you're, if your dog's a smoker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to consider that. Yeah. They exercise regularly. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it ranges anywhere from 10 to $100 uh, for monthly premiums, and then uh, most pet parents can expect to pay between 30 to 50 dollars for dogs 15 to 30 dollars for cats and if your cat has a high stress job i have uh, jed on the line hey jed good morning good morning hey. oh my gosh i'm on the radio yes sir what's up man hey i just uh i just had like a month-long hospital bill with my dog who has pancreatitis yeah and her total bill was fifty thousand dollars oh my god dude yep. and without pet insurance I would have been screwed, but no kidding. So, so you had the insurance and it covered this. Wow. Yeah, it cost me out of pocket thirteen thousand dollars. Oh my god! god. It's still a chunk of change, but not fifty. You know, and 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 Jed, you know it. You'd do anything for them. I will do anything for my dogs. Yeah, Yeah. not my dad. No. <laughs> no. Not my dad. My dad was always like, I ain't paying. Who's no. up for a dog sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't paying $1,000 for that. You're out of your mind. My mom, because I talked about it uh, with my cats, and my mom was like, no, that's when they go to kitty heaven. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, hang on here. Uh, Jen's on the line. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks, bitches. Gadzooks, bitch. <laughs> What's up? What's up? So I have my little nugget, my Charlie. He is my 21-pound fur baby, and I have insurance on him. Okay. Very thankful that I did. I had to take him to an emergency vet last year. Would have cost me almost $2,000, but with the pet insurance, I have a $500 deductible that I need to meet. And then after that, whatever I submit, I get 90% back. And, Jen, you know it's easy to run up a $500 to to meet that deductible when you're dealing with pets. They are an investment. It's a commitment that you make. 
Uh, so Absolutely. Uh, and great for you that it worked out for you. You saved money. Yes, and the pet plan, Steve, is now called Fetch. It's okay. called Fetch Pet Plan. That's, that's, that's what Charlie has. Great. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jen. And I'm assuming that it works for if you're going to, like, an emergency vet center because that's where you get so expensive. Oh, yeah. There's one down the street yep. for me. If you, I called one time, and th- they literally warn you. They go, before you step in the door with your animal, and we even look at it, it's going to be $100. Mm-hmm. So it's just $100 before you even just get. Just to take a look. Just to, to walk, walk through in. the door with your wow. animal, and then uh, after whatever it is they need, you know, whatever their emergency is. A lot of times these pets are not ours. So we're, we're fostering or we're, we're trying to get medical Things taken care of that Max Fund helps, you know, with the trap, neuter, and release, as well as though medical concerns of animals and works with Morris Animal Refuge and all that and other uh, the, the great animal charities in the area. But um, you're right. So a lot of times, and and people will take on a pet and not realize. Oh my God! Yeah. So the the pet plan, like what we were just hearing, uh, the pet insurance is is the that's way a good to idea. go. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's an interesting little survey, and we got yeah. something out of that. All so right. let's move on. Survey says ball. <laughs> 2,000 U.S. adults, when it comes to content creation, 41% have considered joining the industry of being a content creator. Uh-huh. 30% say that they have already gone viral. And 58% say that content creation should be taken as seriously as other fields of work. What uh, what number do you, what threshold do you have to hit in order for you to be considered viral? Good question, because I was wondering the same thing, Casey. I, that might be 10, just... 10,000? That might just be an interpretation that they're making themselves and saying, yeah, I went viral on that. I had 2,000 likes. You know, so I think when like you that. become... Oh, yes. Yeah, I think, you know? you're, I think you're right. I think, um, like, for example, there are set numbers for... Um, when you can start making money, say on YouTube, or when uh, um, these different uh, different uh, uh, you know Instagram and what threshold they have for mm-hmm. you to start to be uh, realizing some income from that, uh, it's funny, Preston, because a lot of times they'll come. You know, we we do stuff and we create stuff for online, uh, but you know we're burning up five hours of content every day here, mm-hmm. so it makes it um, that's our occupation to do it. If you're gonna do it. And you really want to attempt to be profitable and make a living off of it, you've got to throw everything in. Well, and that's why it says here 58% say content creation should be taken as seriously as other fields of work. Yeah, it's work. Dude. It's a job. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's time consuming. There's a lot to it. Uh, and But it's a risky proposition. Um, but if you're good at it, yeah, you, you can make it happen. That's why I don't really dabble too much in it. It's because it's a lot of extra busy no, work on you're top wrong, of what we do. You do dabble in it. It's your job every day. It's yeah. just not your job to create that specifically. You, We collectively create content, create content all right, the time. Right. Yeah. You know, and so it, it, like uh, Casey and I humping a, a few minutes ago, that's, yeah, that's that content. content. That was yes. gold Thank right you for there. creating that content. Yeah, <laughs> and that's on Twitter. <laughs> hey, um, with our podcast, because we, we download two and a half hours or, or so of podcast a day. Pretty much the meat of the show. Yeah. The meat of the beat. When we, uh, we have to, we have FCC standards that we have to meet. Uh, but for instance, uh, somebody dropped a, an S bomb yesterday on our show, which we had to dump out. But does that stuff live on our podcast, Marissa, or does that have? Okay, I just, I wasn't Marissa sure. shaking her head. No, Marissa handles a good portion of uh, of what we do as far as Tremendous. content outside of uh, the broadcast uh, here on the air. So <clears throat> it's it, a lot of work. It is. So I started yeah. helping. With, you know, Craig Lagans and Rockstar Rob um, had comic book gurus, and that was an audio thing. They were coming in and taking care of themselves prior to COVID audio podcast. So I'm helping them out. We do a video podcast, which are starting sort of incrementally, getting up and running. And you can 
you know, go log on to ImpressiveSteve.com. But just that thing, getting that mechanism in place, Preston, to your point about having to throw a lot into it, just getting to that mechanism that will hopefully make it easier to run it and put out content, that takes a ton of work. Yeah. So it's not something you, you know, just happen into. Yep. So uh, keep that in mind. That's one of the surveys but we I'll have. do sometimes is I'll, I'll, if I really want followers pressed and i'll appeal to my only fans page in those followers who are there paying you, you yeah. know when i do that self-pleasuring bit right yes we do that routine and then ask them to check out the gurus yeah all right uh survey says uh of three thousand u.s adults divided evenly among gen x gen y gen z and baby boomers when it comes and to Gen A, right, Casey? And Gen A, <laughs> Gen A. Uh, when it comes to travel and communication, here's what they had to say: sixty percent overall would be completely lost if their phone was lost or stolen while traveling. Wow. Thirty-seven percent are traveling more now than they were pre-pandemic, and forty-seven percent say that texting is a top method of communicating while traveling. Oh, okay. you can't do that. This is just all about traveling. Now, unless you're going, now you can go through the app in the console for texting. No, I don't think this means while driving. Oh, this just right. means while traveling. All while, right. while you're you're away from home, and you're traveling. So, how about this? Sixty percent overall said they would be completely lost if their phone was lost or stolen while traveling. I mean, you. I would have a hard time. So I went not that long ago uh, down to Delaware. A friend invited me to play golf at this golf course, and it's through the countryside. Of, of Delaware, of um, northern Delaware. And I was following uh, my Waze app to get there what, in whatever GPS you use. And I realized that if I was given turn-by-turn directions, I would have had a hard time finding this place. <laughs> because yeah. of the, yeah. Be- because it's more rural. It, there, there was, it's rural yeah. and winding roads right. and, and, uh, and, and crossroads and things like that that didn't quite, you know. And I was like, man, I'm glad that I have this. And trust me, I remember the days. I used to be, a, uh, when I was a teenager, I delivered pizzas all over the place. And I had to have a, uh, a street <laughs> yeah. guide. So I've, I've followed maps my yeah. life and I know how to do them. But it is so much, so much easier. Oh, my God. And I would get totally lost now. I've become dependent on it. But I actually was wondering this uh, just this past weekend uh, because I had to use Waze and I had no service and Waze still worked. So how It does probably that caches happen? a bit yeah, of the I information. Think that's what it does. So um, that, you know, you, you have, you have a, a bit at the ready. You can download, well, you, you can download basically map... Map version, well, and there's there's also the the road to Hana in uh, oh Hawaii. Yeah. They, they have an app, so because most times you do lose service, and so they have an app that will continue even if you don't have service. That's the twistiest road in the world, too. Yeah. Um, so, I have been on. We we're driving uh, to Kentucky, and um, we lost service, or or ways crapped out on me, or something like that. And I'm like, ah. Uh, I don't know what the hell to do now. Where do I and go? And I couldn't get service back. Like it, it was, it was either something with the app itself, or or with the signal. I don't know which it was. But I'm like, I I I don't know where I'm going. Like I literally didn't plan for having yes, <laughs> something yeah. go wrong with this GPS. And that's when I would probably have to pull over and, and get a map. Do you yeah. keep a? I mean, do you keep a hard? No. A map? So my no. car used to have an stand up. Rand McNally, yeah. Hagstrom. I had I had three different types of of, of large book maps. Yeah, we had United the States. full page. Yeah, and before I'd go out and do stand up or go out on on a club tour or go to different colleges, I was like Magellan there, Preston. Yeah, when sitting I, with the, the, the everything open, plotting my course. 
when I drove to here to, yeah. to live in Philadelphia, I used one of those. Yeah. I had a big, the, the thick book. It, it was all the interstates and roads of the the U.S. And I would have that with the, with the large yellow line across my path. Yeah. And also, I would write out my own turn-by-turn directions. There you go. Remember when you had to print out directions for MapQuest? MapQuest. Oh, yeah. MapQuest, yeah. MapQuest was considered a godsend. It was. Yeah. Uh, Steve, I still have the Atlas in the car, too, for the yeah. same reasons. Um, but, Kathy, I think those apps are GPS-based, not cellular. Based. Right. So, but but so you're de- you're not you're not you don't have to be hooked up to a cell network. Okay. In order for the app to work properly, because you're you're using a GPS satellite right. system. Not the GPS the doesn't system. work through your cell system. It works through right. a GPS. System. What would you recommend for somebody driving across the country with a go-go DJ? No underwear. You're going to need a back. Yeah, I would take a backup map. Yeah. With yeah. You guys. Casey's yeah. doing his drive across the country. Casey's big adventure on the 19th with Jackie Bam Bam yeah. in the car, mind you. The navigator, most likely. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But yeah, you guys should have a, a hard uh, copy of, uh, yeah. of an atlas just in case something happens. Uh, so anyhow, but uh, yes, apparently sixty percent say they would be completely lost if their phone was lost or stolen while traveling, and texting is top method for communicating while traveling. I could see that. Um, and thirty-seven uh, percent they're traveling more now that the pandemic is over. I think that uh, goes without saying. So. Uh, by the way, another survey connected to this, the same 3,000 people uh, were asked about when it comes to connectivity. Yes. 50% of millennials st- stay more connected with friends and family when traveling than when they're at home. 37% of Gen X say they're more connected when they're traveling than in their daily lives. And 48% of Gen Z uh, call an Im- immediate family member when they unex- when the unexpected occurs during a trip. What? That makes no sense. Okay. Like when their their cat gets whooping cough? <laughs> Maybe that's it. Uh, I told you these surveys are pretty dumb, which is why well, they I, I put a lot of this them way, it works. Yes. All right. We'll move on to something else then. Uh, another survey uh, that was done is uh, what are the most popular cooking methods for tailgating? Okay. All right. Oh, <sighs> order from Marciano's Bakery in Manhattan. Right. There you go. Yeah. What would you say? What the would most you guys say? popular methods of cooking would be barbecue. Yeah. yeah. Grill. Grill. Yeah. Portable grills. Mm-hmm. 67%. Wow. Right. Okay. Traditional outdoor grills. 49%. And I see those from time to time, and that's how uh, cars end up on fire. Yes. Yeah. What, what are mm-hmm. traditional outdoor Like the charcoal grills. grill. Oh, charcoal yeah. grill. Okay. Yeah, briquettes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you seen cars on fire? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. In the, uh, like, Eagles games? <laughs> Because people don't dispose of the briquettes properly. Oh, they'll burn for hours. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. So you gotta you gotta make sure those go out. Uh, and then thirty eight percent said a crock pot. Mm. Oh. Crock pot cooking at the tailgate. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need like a generator or something like that. I would assume. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But then, if you have that, you might have an RV or something that can house a microwave oven. Yeah, we, what, are, what are your chances? I'm sorry to interrupt, Casey. What are your chances of if you are tailgating, you go to the game, you don't have an actual group that you're hanging out with? Can you just kind of sashay by somebody's <laughs> food and maybe get some free eats here and sashay, there? Sashay, no, but. Steal, yeah. Steal, yes. No, like make sure you park get, park next to some people, and and then you strike up conversation, make and, friends, and make you, friends. And and the food is always offered. People always bring way too much food. Okay. You know what then, would really b- b- disappointed me is we were planning this whole tailgate chef competition. Yeah, remember that? And for some reason or another, we, we couldn't pull it off. It was supposed to take place during the campout, mm. and because a lot of times. Mm. 
you know, of the times that I've experienced cooking out, and I don't, I don't know if it's because you're out isolated or whatever the story is, but stuff always tends to taste really good. Yeah, I was at the the fish concert in July at the Man, and it just so happened to be National Hot Dog Day that day. <laughs> and I was standing uh, just talking to some friends, and somebody walked up and said, "Hey, do you want a hot dog?" And I was like, "Yes, I will." Do I, will, I have? I do. I, will, I don't actually, mind if I do. I wasn't actually that hungry, but because it was National <laughs> Hot Dog Day and I hadn't had a hot dog yet, I ate it. Yeah. And then you know, a few minutes later, I was asking about the person that brought the hot dog, and the people are like, "I don't know who that was." <laughs> <laughs> this is a random hot dog guy. Yes. Uh, so came while it had mescaline in it. <laughs> yeah. uh, we did a lot of tailgating this past weekend at the Gorge yeah. for the Dave Matthews thing, and, and we were on a luxury bus. I mean, you know, the, the nicest tour bus I've ever been on, and, and you know, it's that's quote unquote camping. Um, do that? Does that level of of um, RV or, or bus or whatever exist at Eagles tailgates? <sighs> yes and no. Uh, not on a on a like individual level. Okay. Uh, usually that's for a giant group. Like, uh, I usually park at FDR, and there is a group that is pretty close to Broad Street and 95, and it, it's a party. It is for dozens of people. And so you will see that for for that type of a setup, but you don't don't usually see that for, you know, a couple of dudes hanging out. Okay. okay. Wait, I just want to go back to, did you say Mescal? Mescaline. Mescaline. Oh. Hallucinogenic. Oh, okay, never mind. I thought you were Tequila, like Mescal? That is the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted in my life. What? Have uh, you had mezcal? Yes. Not in a long, long time. Oh, my God. I didn't yeah. know that it didn't quite taste like tequila. It's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was awful. I was like, what? I literally said to the bartender, I was like, what is this? What did you just give me? She goes, when you ordered it, I was like, are you sure? Because most people, or she said, a lot of people don't like it, and they don't know that it's not like a typical tequila. Were you doing a shot? No, no, no. It was just a drink, but it was, okay. oh, God, it was terrible. So okay. anyway, sorry. I thought right. that's what you had said. <laughs> uh, it's all right. I want to sidetrack anyway, because uh, our former intern, Ben... As you can imagine, is, As you on can the, imagine. <laughs> is on the phone line here and has something to share with us. Hey, Ben. Hey, Bresbo, what's up? Yo, bud. <laughs> As you can imagine. All right, so you were you were calling in about something technical here. Yeah, so this is something I learned the hard way when I was driving to Kentucky. I was using Google Maps to get there. And I, I was in the middle of rural West Virginia, and the app on my phone crashed. Okay. And when I reopened it, I had no data, and I could not figure out where I was supposed to go. I just had to drive aimlessly to find, like, a McDonald's to, like, get on Wi-Fi just to get the maps going again. But something I found out after that, Google Maps has a feature. You can go into your settings, and you can download, like, a region of the country to be stored on your phone. Right. Yeah, so but that... you don't do that, you're, like, as you drive around, like, your maps are actually being downloaded as you drive. Uh, okay. All right, so uh, but if you if you download that map, you'll just have the map. You won't have uh, a GPS guiding you the way. If you download the map, it can give you directions. Yeah, it, without data, it can't do like traffic or anything. But okay, if you because like you, I go in and you can tell it to like, hey, download. It's, it, it's right. geolocating your car in a regular scenario. So is it doing the same with the downloaded map? Okay. And even if it wasn't, at least you'd have a map, right? Right, right. You know, and, and would be able to... Yeah, to... having a map never hurts, but... Yeah. Okay. You know, Unless... I don't really like maps anymore. Yeah, right. I can imagine. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> Not just for breakfast. <laughs> you can imagine. All right. We'll see you later, bye. All right. I love Ben. Thank you, guys. All right. 
As you can imagine. As you can imagine. Right, that's all I hear. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go to something else here. A different survey. Uh, let's talk about... I have so many different things. Sex? Uh, here's a stupid one. You want a stupid one? Yeah. yeah. What are the best times to open a bottle of wine? <laughs> uh, now? Yeah. At any moment. 33% say with friends and family. 27% say during any weekend. 25% say at a party. Right. Okay. And 25% say on a summer evening. And then another 24% say alone or uh, me time. Yeah, How about when you're yourself. arguing over whether to have children or not? <laughs> <laughs> Open some wine. Uh, um... I thought you were talking about, is there a time when okay. wine is best open. opened? Uh, as oh, just for the quality of the, the quality, wine itself? Right, yes. No, this is when you want to get drunk. Okay. Yeah. In fact, it should be, yeah, what are the best times to get drunk? <laughs> <laughs> right after work. <laughs> all right, that's a dumb one. These, these are all, a lot How of about them. waiting in the pickup line at school? All right, regarding uh, routine bathroom cleaning tasks. Okay. I'm, tra- I'm targeting all these to cast. No, I love it. By the way, uh, it, the people that were surveyed, 39% said they have never cleaned their shower head. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you have to. 29% said that they didn't know how to clean the shower head. And 11% clean the shower head once a month as advised. So are you talking, you're talking not just um, like scrubbing it down? Probably taking it off. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, cleaning it out. Cleaning out the uh, residual gravy. I don't yeah. know. Because there's, there's like a trick to put, um, it's vinegar. Yeah. It might just be vinegar. I'm not like sure if it's something else. And you hold it up in there. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's, it's supposed and to get all the... Yeah, <laughs> Do the private, the private Benjamin thing, Preston. Put the... Uh, Blue dye. <laughs> oh, that was the best. It's one when of the funniest scenes in a movie ever. They sabotage this abusive... Um, a sergeant, drill sergeant, by putting uh, blue dye into the shower head, <laughs> and she's she gets in, she's just washing, she's not noticing, she, her eyes yeah. are closed, and she shows up next day for like a, re- a review. She's blue. She looks like a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I have taken the they, they they have extra like gaskets in your shower head, which um, uh, the water pressure goes down, so you can go in and take those little rubber gaskets out, and you're, oh. you get better water pressure. Have you I, done that? Uh-huh. Okay. I replace on every single one of my shower heads. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but some of them, because I have one like that, and it's like a fire hose. Like, you can't, I, it's, it's not even much. comfortable to take a shower. Okay. I replace out the shower head every couple of years. You yeah. Know, yeah, yeah. I, uh, gross. I hate low water pressure. It's uh, just annoying. I hate it. I, you get in, especially if you're like going to stay in a hotel or something like that, and you're going to yeah. take a shower and it just trickles out, and you're like, oh, come on. And man. you know, I, I, I want the removable shower. Yeah. I, to me, for your balls, right? For your balls. Uh, nah, I don't like, like that. Oh, thousand little bugs are giving you a massage. Did somebody say butthole? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Butthole and balls. Okay. Yeah. I never use it. I don't use it. On your balls? Kind of yeah, I never use it on my balls. <laughs> 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 I tried to say it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew she had balls. <laughs> it had to I've be. always known. No one can be that bad at all. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, so, anyhow, no, but I remember seeing, Kathy, like, uh, commercials for, like, OxyClean. Yes. Where they, yeah. you, you take yes. one, or it might be, you, dip it you know. In or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, it magically, it, it runs so much right. better. Whatever. Oh, crap. But wait, you are so that trick with the vinegar or whatever, cleaning it that way and getting all that gunk out. Um, Calcium deposits, yeah, right? But I saw somebody do it with their faucet just in their kitchen and the 
crap that came oh, out yeah. of it. Like the fact <sighs> that they were running the water through and like drinking the water. It's and terrible. It's- Kathy, I will sometimes on my, my regular sink where I brush my teeth every day, I will reach up under there and kind of rub my finger and like black stuff starts, mm. little chunks start coming out. I'm like, what? Oh, I'm cleaning I all hate my that. faucets today. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, oh, I do, I'll do I'll do a Drano treatment of, you know, every once in a while because the stuff that's in your drain. In the drain, yeah. 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 It starts to smell. Preston College, when uh, when we had needed new screens for our bong, we would take the screens out of the yes, uh, faucet. Oh, me yes. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. My, house, my house back home yes. had no screens. <laughs> Steve, in the, uh, yeah, yeah. in the faucet, there's right. a little screen up underneath it's there. Same and you, Size. you need uh-huh. a screen for your bowl. <laughs> and if, if a screen, if you've taken it out and you've cleaned it and uh-huh. it's falling apart, where do you get them? Well, I'm not going to the weed store. No. I'm, I'm a kid. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> and so you steal them from your faucet. That's great. Oh, Casey, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is the best. I actually made a pipe one time out of a faucet. Uh, really? You, yeah, you know, the, the, the type that um, uh, I found it in my grandmother's house. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the valves that you use for, um, the back of the toilet, turning the water and off, yes, water and yeah, off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I used to call it the, I, I called it the dial a hit. Yeah. Cause you could open and close the valve and, <laughs> wow. uh, yeah, it was That's pretty good. Pretty ingenious. My roommate one time, he made one, he, he like. Out of a park bench? <laughs> no. Uh, no, worse, Steve, because and we I never used it because he ended up he made it out of wood and then he like he he's um painted it with like lacquer. No I was like, dude, dude, you're going to smoking <laughs> chemicals. Uh, no. Uh, oh, the good old days. <laughs> All right, let's see what else we got here. Another survey for you friends and uh, no, that's a pet one. We already did one. Survey of 5,533 U.S. adults asked, how often do you carry a water bottle around with you? Every day. Like this? Yeah, like that. I have Every a day, all day. Yeti yeah. water yeah. bottle. Yeah, I have a Nalgene one that's uh, it's in my car right now. But okay. 32, 32% uh, at the most said very often. 26% said somewhat often. 25% said not very often, 12% said never, and 4% said not sure. Oh, I thought this was... I don't be, know. I'm not sure. I thought I this think was going to be something like there was mold growing in and her, since we just no. came from the shower. <laughs> uh, and listen, I like, like Rochelle carries around a, a water bottle regularly, so does uh, Parker, my son. And like with Jason Momoa uh, yeah. the other day shaving his head... Uh, it was kind of a protest about a, a single-use plastic. It's a good thing to carry around yeah. reusable items like that. And, and like, we have a, a container here. Right. I buy, uh, like, one, I buy a, a container, and then I'll use it for a couple of weeks. I clean it out, and then that's, you know, that's how I do it. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. So you get multiple uses out of that. So it's it's a good idea to carry one of those around. So I did have one one time that I was using for yoga, and then I realized that there was mold growing at the bottom of it. Oh, a, spo- a sponge wouldn't get all the way in there. So that's why I bought this Yeti one, because the top is big enough for me to get a sponge all the way to the bottom. <laughs> all right, all right. And do you use, when you clean it, do you have the one that's, it's almost like a uh, a bottle cleaner? I have that, too, yeah. Yeah, those yeah. are good. Yep, and, and then I will, and then I put it in the dishwasher just for, like, extra heat and cleanliness. All right, so so you'll you'll scrub it first yeah. and then you wash it? 
Yes. Every and then time. she'll hold it in a hot tub. Not every, No, I, I, the, the dishwasher is once a week on oh. Fridays after work. Oh, one, what? You have, your, you have your water bottle. Yeah, thing. I do. <laughs> so everybody, Jace takes one to school. Work. His goes. Sure. <laughs> oh, everybody's water bottle gets yeah, washed on Friday. Yeah, okay. it's water bottle washing day. Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> put your water bottles in the kitchen. Yeah. I okay. can't wait for tomorrow. Well, <laughs> Kat, how long does your dishwasher run? Uh, oh, is does it? Is this sure. supposed to run for, like, hours and hours? Yes, like, uh, mine has a timer when you do the full wash, believe it or not, because that includes a dry, too. I think the timer is, like, two hours and 20 minutes or something ridiculous like that. Which, I mean, a lot long. of times, I just throw it on the express clean. Because, right. listen, you're only getting them so clean. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just, to me, I'm like, it just seems like I could get it done so much faster. Well, put some clothes in my my hands. Yeah, if you hand wash yeah. stuff, yeah. it's done super duper fast. Right. But it's inconvenient, you yeah. know. But um, there's a speed wash on my um, washing machine too, and I'm always like hesitant to use it because it, not... it doesn't get it clean I enough. I don't know. For is it not you. getting it clean enough? It gets it clean enough. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't sure. <laughs> All right, there's uh... no way she's gonna do it. <laughs> I know. She never will. I it's did just. Know... It's almost clean, but it's not fully clean. Well, I the only reason why I would is I did notice when you do that, um, it automatically puts it on the hottest water. Like oh. you know how you have that option but you don't so I need guess the speed clean is because it's there's hot water uh, sure maybe. it's my understanding though you don't need scalding hot water to get a good clean the main thing that the hot water does is it helps get rid of greasy substances right, right. quicker uh it because because when oil and uh and grease heats up it will run off if you, if you ran like um if you had a bunch of grease on a plate and you ran it under cold water, the grease is just going to stay the on. Grease there. is the word. Grease is the word. You need to heat it up, baby. Rest in peace, Olivia. Anyway, that's the last survey. That's all we have time for. We do need to, but thank you for listening to Survey Says. Uh, we do need to, we do need to take a break because we have more from the back to school A to Z to yeah. play for you in the R's. By that way, we played Renegade last. Let's see what's next when we come back. What's new? Glad you asked. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Collective Soul. Ghosts. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Would you rather be stuck in that kind of traffic on 76 headed towards the Walt Whitman or on 676 trying to get on the Ben Franklin? I mean, they both suck without question, but I've been stuck in both. And me personally, me too, because and when you're on that, when you're on that uh, Vine Street Expressway. It's just like it's claustrophobic. Down well, there, you've you know got what I mean? huge chunks Walls of cement on each side of you. On yeah, either side. Right. So that would suck. Yeah. Uh, so those of you that are stuck <laughs> on that uh, that massive backup on the Walt Whitman could be worse. We need a Preston Steve motorcycle so that what we can do is send like uh, donuts out or mm-hmm. t- you know people yeah. stuck in an accessible way to get stuff out to people trapped. In the horrible rush hours that the area feels. But a motorcycle. A hovercraft? Hovercraft would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'd love that. However, you need something that's sort of lean and mean that can yes. dart between traffic. That can yeah. go in and out. And the large stuff, props yeah. would be Just an issue. To piss everybody off. I mean, uh, a helicopter would be ideal that, for something would. like that. Have we you do seen drops. The, the plethora of new um, drones? Well, flyable vehicles that they're uh, okaying, that the um, oh. uh, the the FAA is, is looking into as, as far as. 
there's a lot of drones, but there are a lot of personal flying vehicles that are now available that are pretty badass. I like that. Yeah. I, I can only imagine the nightmare that will occur when mm-hmm. a lot of people end up with those. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you, you when you crash, you crash, crash, yeah. like you fall yeah. to the ground. Yeah. I saw a guy trying to shoot free throws. Uh, he was on a, a hover thingy. And he was standing at the free throw line, and he shot the ball. The ball bounced off of the rim, hit one of the blades of the thing that he was standing on, and then he went down like a ton of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so it was one of those platforms? It was one of the platforms? Yeah. Like like uh, that uh, the uh, the Green the Goblin. Goblin. Yeah. yeah. You know what uh, fictional uh, mode of transport I just saw? I, I finally got around mm. to watching Dune. And those uh, like dragonfly yeah, helicopters, they're called, they're called ornithopters. Okay, man, yeah. those are those bad are badass, aren't they? <laughs> man, really, you want one uh-huh. of those? Uh-huh. Somebody should invent that. Yep. All right, anyhow. And big worms. Yeah. Yeah, we can ride on big worms. <laughs> they're fun. You just got to get your hook at them. All right, uh, let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. You can book early with Horizon Services Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing to refresh your heating system for just $79 and then lock in an AC tune-up for the spring for just $59. Book fast at horizonezbook.com. All right. California officials say it'll cost up to $14 billion to upgrade aging wastewater facilities that are dumping nutrients from treated human sewage into the San Francisco Bay. And here's the thing. That sewage is being dumped in there is feeding a giant algae bloom yeah. that has lingered for more than two months and has killed tens of thousands of fish. Like the, the algae bloom, which, uh, which appeared in late July, has grown to an immense size because of the tons of nutrients from urine and feces of the 8 million Bay Area residents that is released into the waters daily. It's one San Francisco treat. One plant alone dumps 85 million gallons a day that contain five and a half tons of nitrogen. Yeah, it's and, a poop bloom. And so this giant bloom is eating all of that. Uh, scientists say the bloom was triggered by climate change, but its size, amount of organisms, and how long it's lasted is due to the human waste. All that poop. All that lovely poop. Is it hard for you? Listen, I, and, and Tony, you love yeah. poop. Love it. Is it okay? Can you have sex while you have all that poop or no? Like a champ. Okay, very I'll good. I'll your wife like a jackass. Some wow. people have to think, they think about all I that poop. I don't know. Not me. I love it. Uh, this, bring it. Bring me more. This, <laughs> this massive long-lived bloom has resulted in the death, up to te- death of up to 10,000 fish that oh, were suffocated by the algae that has covered the bay. Uh... The fourteen billion would go to updating the aging, remembering. the aging systems of waste plants to have them cap the amount of nutrients dumped into the bay, uh, and the limiting uh, could require in uh, could be required in twenty twenty four when regional permits are up when for the review. poop is choking up the sewage system. I know I'm home in San Francisco, <laughs> city, by- city by the bay. When that algae bloom is slaughtering fish, yeah. I'm home. All right, we're moving. Thank to, you, poop bloom. We're moving to Spain. Uh, the controversial bull riding festivals have once again hit the headlines after a deadly summer in which at least ten people lost their lives, Whoa. exacerbating divisions over the centuries-old tradition. I don't want people dying, but um, you know the bulls are just trying to survive. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a bull's going to bull. Do you expect? Yeah. 
Uh, seven deaths occurred in the eastern Valencia region where the practice of releasing bulls into the streets for their entertainment has sparked debate. With the other fatalities taking place in the regions of Madrid, Castilla, León, and uh, Navarra in the north. This year's toll raises the to more than 30, the total number of people who have been killed in the bull running event since 2015. Uh, this summer's victims, who died from injuries sustained while racing through the streets alongside a group of hefty bulls known as Bus al Carrer in Valencian, were between the ages of 18 and 73. Six of them were men and one was a woman, a French woman who was the oldest victim. They died after being gored or trampled by the bulls. Countless other people were injured, among them minors. Uh, bull running events are a highlight of summer festivities across Spain, with the best known being from San Fremen Festival in the northern city of Pamplona. As in Dune? Uh, experts are divided about when the practice of running the of the bulls began, uh, but Cuellar, a town, claims to have a historical record dating back to the 13th century. Wow. I, I think they could hang this up, gang. Uh, but <laughs> it's 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 barbaric. It is. And, and you know, and again, people are getting killed. There's footage of a guy. I don't know. It might have been Spain, uh, but um, the, he's they have a, a bunch of bulls, and and he like smacks the bull from behind, and the bull within a flash kicks back and knocks this oh, guy yeah. Yeah. like across the room. And the bulls get uh, victimized they, as well. Yeah, and so they, they get hurt and killed. Absolutely, so, yeah. it's cruel. They ought to hang it up. A Georgia deputy police chief who was arrested last week for soliciting a prostitute was in town for a polygraph seminar. Has no one heard of a, a perk at work? Uh, Cartersville, deputy police we chief. Can do, we can use prostitutes. The police chief, Jason DePrima, was uh, arrested just before midnight on Thursday after responding to an online escort advertisement, which was part of a sheriff's office undercover human tracking trafficking uh. sting. So he picked the wrong prostitute. Uh, the day before, DePrima had initiated contact with an undercover detective, but later said that he got spooked and asked to see her the next night. On Thursday, he agreed to pay $120 for a half hour of full-service sex upon meeting up at the undisclosed location. What does that get you? After It says uh, full-service. Wow. Uh, after he gave the undercover detective $180, along with a multi-pack of White Claw hard seltzer, detectives arrested him. Prior to the takedown, DePrima had told the undercover detective that the previous night he had talked with another prostitute online. That person instructed him to put a $200 on a cash app card, take a picture of it. But once he did, the person took the information from the card and stole the money. Um, and the sheriff said, this guy's a cop and he was conned by, a, by a prostitute. <laughs> Uh, DePrima was arrested on charges of listening prostitute and transported to the jail. He was released later, uh, two days later, after uh, bonding out at uh, five hundred dollars. I forgot about that. I forgot what, 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 what movie was that, Kathy? So that was for the nail. Yes, that was for the nail, and they were like, you are not believable as a hooker, uh, so you're going to be the mother that cries in the bar uh, when somebody gets killed. And that so makes better sense. That right. was my... This uh, is your audition? 150 is 75 for 150 for the ass and 300 for it all. 150 for the ass. I can't. I can't. We still have Yeah. And honestly, that's a pretty good deal. Listen, um, I have a Memorial Day sale going Yeah. There's a Memorial Day sale going on. I can't even believe myself. Yeah. It's really And for an extra 25, you can arrange my spice rack. I mean, here's the deal. Like, apparently she'll say anything if it's for a movie audition. So maybe we can get her to fart if we could just get her to She just mentioned her balls earlier. 
Wow. Under oh, my God. One last story. A startled <laughs> Sunshine State driver spotted what appeared to be a large dead alligator tied to the back of a Jeep SUV this weekend south of Melbourne. Uh, did you see this I thing? I did, yeah. It's huge. It's oh, like... my God. <laughs> uh, the massive creature was knotted up from its shuttered snout all the way down to its tail and did not appear to be alive. Uh, the driver behind the vehicle, uh, Karen Kress, snapped a photo of the terrifying sight. Yeah, did you see this thing? Look oh at how big God. that is. I can't believe that thing's got to weigh like close to 800 pounds or something it's, stupid it's like enormous. that. enormous. Maybe, I don't know, 400 pounds? Anyway, but... Um, from uh, August 15th, November 1st, those with valid permits from the state's Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission are allowed to hunt the reptiles. Uh, more than 15,000 people apply for just 7,000 permits eight years. So they don't know who this is or if they legally oh. bagged it or what. They say the lar- the largest crocodiles are the saltwater crocodiles of Australia. So uh, that's what I've heard. Okay. And, 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 and so... Uh, I, but I, this I, thing's big. I know. Yeah. All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, uh, as we take a break, can I give away one of these? Let's give away one of these. Uh, I have a case of Trogue's Lucky Holler Hi- Hazy IPA. Uh, we'll take caller number eight at 215-263-WMMR. It's a ha- hoppy, hazy harvest ale. Uh, delivering bright waves of pineapple juice, juicy citrus, and ripe passion fruit. And it's so good you want to holler. So pick up a six-pack today at your local Acme Market. Call number eight. We're going to set you up. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Lesson question, trash music news coming up. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you. From pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash fall. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, did you bring me a gift? That's for Kathy. What is it? I don't know what it is. Marissa won't tell me what it is. It came from an anonymous source, but it is a present for Kathy. All right, this is a, there's a gift bag here. That's a nice Ooh. little bag. Is it 150 bucks? Uh, no, for the ass. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was 350 Come on. Is it waffles? No, it's 300 for the whole thing. Oh. All right, so, it. all right, here you go. 50 is 75 for 150 for the ass and 300 for it all. Yeah. yeah. 300 is actually pretty economic. It's a good deal. You do get a savings, and of course, she will give discounts to the military. Kathy's going to open up this uh, gift. I have to be careful with you. It looks like food, maybe. Uh, Is it waffles? Oh, my God. If it was waffles, (laughs) I'd give it to you. Okay, now it's inside a... Is this from Marissa? It's from an anonymous source. Marissa. It's not from Marissa. A.K.A. Gift wrapped, too, inside of the gift bag. It's definitely not from a guy. I'm going to be nervous. Great lengths to... I don't know what this is. I have no idea. A white powder. It looks like a container or something. Like Tupperware. Uh, Yeah, see, I was thinking it was food, maybe. Come on. Oh, it's Jackie Bam Bam, I bet you. Hold on. Okay. Oh, my God. Is it underwear? I think he forgot... My birthday gift this year, and let me, if it's a Victoria, no, maybe not. Oh, what is oh. it? No, I can't, no, we can't say this on the <laughs> air. We can't say this on the air. What is it? I, oh, man. 
Dude, Marissa's no. cracking up in the other room. I lied to somebody, and if we talk about this on the air, this person's going to know that I lied to them. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, I am so curious. Marissa, wow. thank you so much. All I right. love you. Nick, Casey, you guys are not going to be inconvenienced anymore uh, because okay. of this gift. All, All right. right. So. Oh. Okay. Oh. oh, I got it. All right. I know okay. what it is. I have right. no idea. I do. I'm in the dark. Uh, well, let's break for commercial. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll tell you. All right. Well, we'll have to wait because we got a couple things to do. Oh. 150 oh, is 75 for 150 for the ass okay. and 300 for it all. Okay. It's a gift certificate for that. Figure this out in a moment. <laughs> all right. Uh, in the meantime, we have something to give away to you, the listener. And we have a pair of tickets to see Bill Burr. Friday, September 16th, Wells Fargo Center. Uh, and we are presenting that show. And the question I have for you is, what device will help out the cow who got her head stuck in the tree? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Question from our 8 o'clock hour. What device... Well, help out the cow who got her head stuck in a tree. 215-263-WMMR. If you heard it and you know the answer, call now. And we'll do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, we're going to get right to it, Steve. What do you got for us this morning? Well, Catherine McNamara has been signed to star in a new series, Walker Independence, which is a prequel to Walker which is a reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger. In a related story, 82-year-old Chuck Norris himself will star in another sequel series called I Need a Walker. <laughs> oh, my God. Model and influencer Paige Lorenz claiming that Bachelorette alum Tyler Cameron used her to help him promote his brand on social media. Friends of the dim-witted Cameron have come forward calling the suggestion ridiculous, noting that he often causes fires by putting charcoal briquets in the microwave. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Britney Spears' sons, Sean Preston and Jaden James, say that while they love their mother, it's her constant running to social media that has strained their relationship. Britney immediately apologized to the boys and promised to do better in an interpretive dance she posted to TikTok. <laughs> That's your heart. All right, we're looking for an answer to the question, uh, what device will help out the cow? We got her head stuck in a tree. 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Mitchell for the answer. Hey, Mitchell. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. All right, what will help out the cow stuck in the tree? A belt of dynamite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Mitch. Hang on. Four-pack of tickets is Preston... Oh, no, I'm sorry. A pair of tickets is the Preston and Steve Show presents Bill Burr Slight Return Friday, September 16th at the Wells Fargo Center. And tickets are on sale now via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All righty. Uh, we'll dive right into things with um, Foo Fighters. And Taylor Hawkins' tribute concert was a very intense affair, and not even seasoned professional Stuart Copeland was immune to getting emotional. The police drummer who performed at the event reflected on the evening in an interview with CBS This Morning, where he particularly went on about watching Hawkins' son Shane sit in behind the kit with his father's band. He said, I started crying. Yeah. He said, he's got it. He's got such power, enthusiasm. He's got his father's stance, musical language. That was really emotional to see young Shane up there. Shane, of course, joined Foo Fighters for the penultimate song of the six-hour evening playing drums on the classic My Hero. How old is Shane? 16. All right. Uh, the circumstances alone made it an incredible, if not difficult, uh, event to watch. 
But the young drummer's talent combined with the song's subject matter made the perfect cap to a tribute show brimming with love. But even Stuart, Stuart Copeland was going, man, I couldn't, couldn't handle it when that happened. Ozzy Osbourne has set a goal for himself to be back on stage by next summer. Rock legend who is recovering from... And to kill a mockingbird, right? Several surgeries, no. Uh, uh, as well as the effects of, uh, uh, I guess it's Parkinson's too. It says P-R-K-N-2. Okay. Uh, he said, I've just got to get back into a rhythm again. My balance is all left up, but I've got to keep going. I mean, I'll probably always have a limp, but I don't mind as long as I can effing walk around without falling on my head. But let me back on that. Did, was he diagnosed with Parkinson's? He, I it's thought so. A, it's an early set. Uh, early onset Parkinson's disease is what Parkin 2 is. Okay. Electric uh, boogaloo. He continued saying, I have a goal that next summer I will be on stage if I put every effort into it and still can't. At least I'll say that I haven't that I haven't tried. At least, okay. I, I will, at least he can say that at he didn't At least I can't try. say that I haven't tried. Okay. He's yeah. basically right. Yeah. Uh, MTV has released a new edit of Monoskin's performance of Supermodel at the recent VMAs after the bass player, Victoria DeAngelis, uh, her top fell off. Oh. Uh, Network posted the performance clip on social media, writing, blessed to share uh, Monoskin's VMAs performance in all their glory (laughs) uh, the way that we couldn't on TV. Thanks for being supermodels and superstars, my loves. By the way, they're all, like, really good-looking people. They are. And uh, Wasn't he wearing assless... They wear next to nothing yeah, yeah. on stage, yeah. Her, too. I mean, she goes um, out with, like, just nipple pasties yep. on and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. The so-called uncensored clip uh, still has DeAngelis' nipples blurred out. Uh, they will launch their Loud Kids World Tour on October 31st in Seattle. Stephen Page, the co-founder and frontman of Bare Naked Ladies, is set to release a, another solo album, the 11 New Tracks. Were written and produced entirely by Page, including uh, the new single called Zoom. Page, you left Bare Naked Ladies in 2009 for a solo career, has already played several of the songs on his virtual concert series called Live From Home. Uh, the ticketed Zoom event had been ongoing every Saturday night for two years, and now he has over 90 episodes archived. Uh, Excelsior will be his first album since 2019 and available for downloads on September 30th. A vinyl version will be out early next year. Uh, on November 7th, Bruce Springsteen will once again headline the annual Stand Up for Ho- Stand Up for Heroes benefit taking place this year at Manhattan's David Geffen Hall at Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts. In addition to Bruce and John Stewart, who appears at every year, uh, this year's comedy event will also feature Amber Iman, the Lumineers, Hassan Minaj, uh, Jeff Ross, and Isla Schlesinger, and... Oh. Uh, more will be announced, and the event kicks off the 16th Annual New York Comedy Festival and is but one of over 100 performances held across New York City between November 7th and the 13th. Interesting. And then finally, uh, set for release on October 28th is the Beatles Revolver, available in several special editions. In addition to a slew of previously unheard takes from the original album sessions, huh. Revolver's 14 tracks have been newly mixed by producer Giles Martin, who is the grandson yes. of uh, George Martin, and engineer Sam O'Kell in stereo and Dolby Atmos. And uh, the album's original mono mix is sourced from the 1966 mono master tape, and the set will also be available in four LP and two CD sets. Uh, all the, according to the official announcement, all the new Revolver releases uh, feature the album's new stereo mix sourced directly from the original four-track master tapes. The, the audio is 
brought forth in stunning clarity with the help of cutting-edge demixing technology developed by the award-winning sound team <clears throat> led by Emile Del Rey and Peter ja- at Peter Jackson's Wingnut Films Productions. Are there is there any um, film footage of the uh, session? That I don't know. I haven't heard anything about that. Uh, the physical and digital Super Deluxe collect- collections also uh, feature the album's original mono mix, 28 early takes from the uh, sessions, and three home demos, and a four-track EP with new stereo remixes and remastered original mono mixes of Paperback Rider and Rain. The album's new Dolby Atmos mix will be released digitally. And also, uh, they also describe one of the box set's crown jewels, a John Lennon work tape of him composing uh, Yellow Submarine. Hmm. So parts one and two of the special edition songwriter work tape for Yellow Submarine reveal the song's evolution from a rather sad verse sung by John over acoustic guitar. How is that sad? And apparently it goes, in the town where I was born, no one cared, no one cared. Uh, and then to its adaptation by John and Paul uh, to suit the jollier subject matter of the chorus. Doesn't even rhyme. Yeah, yeah man. So maybe he was just kind of working his way I was working with it. I don't know. And, Give me a break. And didn't... Uh, didn't Suck mean, it. Didn't mean for it to be sad at that point. You ruined <laughs> You ruined it! <laughs> All right, there you go. That's what I have in music news for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to play the song that Casey's been teasing all morning long. We're waiting. He's just excited that this yeah. is a part yeah. of the Back to School A to Z. It's kind of a left turn for MMR. Cool. It's not uh, fish. Uh, no, it's not <laughs> fish. <laughs> for people who are no. conjecturing. It's an absolute classic and a badass. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ninety-three-three. Woo! WMMR. Everything that rocks. We were dancing in the studio, singing a backup. I was getting coffee. <laughs> Queen of Soul. Quite possibly uh, the greatest set of pipes ever that this earth has ever produced. Oh, my Amazing. God. And who's the sausage king of... That was Abe Froman. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody else. Yeah, I got him confused. The queen of souls. Case, you were right. I'm glad we played that. That was awesome. Right? That was fun, wasn't it? It was fun. You never know what little surprises are going to pop up like that. Aretha Franklin, the great... And MMR's back to school. (laughs) (laughs) A to Z. I'm just... I'm looking at the... uh, uh, the text messages coming in, and people are totally digging that. Absolutely. Effing phenomenal, somebody says. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, effing phenomenal. Dancing so, in my dump truck? Yes, nice to roll along in their dump truck, dancing along. Love it, man. Love ya. Love ya. Did you All see right. the movie, by the way? Did you see... Uh, I did not. Yeah. Uh, with um, Jennifer Jeff Hudson. Hudson yeah. No, you know what? And, I, and she's amazing, too. She's just... An incredible singer. She somebody. basically got the nod from... Yeah, from the yeah. family. Yeah. 
uh, to, uh, yeah, if there was somebody that could pull it off, it would be her for sure. So, um, so anyhow, we're ready to wrap up the program for today. And, um, yeah, we just need to do the letter of the day. Okay, we didn't have any guests it. on the show today, yeah. so let's fire this up. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... R as in... We got one more to go, and we're going to give away a Pisic round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. And Landis Block, you can start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at LandisBC.com. And yes, we give that away tomorrow. Pretty sweet deal. Nice. All right, uh, let me just uh, thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, Acme, the official grocery store of the President Steve Show. And brought to you by Squeezed.com. Feel great and lose weight. Uh, with squeezed uh, tomorrow on the program, uh, getting ready for Eagle season. So uh, our buddy Tyrone Johnson from down the hall, the fanatic, is going to pop nice. in. Nice, love to see Tyrone. We'll have an expert talk a little bit about <laughs> what's going on yeah. in the world of football here in the city of brotherly love. So um, uh, Pierre's coming up next. Uh, he's got A to Z and anything else? I don't know. I don't know. Hell knows, but he's going to take good care of you as he always does. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bat-bat-toot-bat-toot-bat-bat-ba-doo-ga-ga-ba-ba-da.